What is up, y'all? We got What's a little up? technical difficulties, but we are uh, waiting on Anthony and uh, Casey in the background. This is the fun that comes with live streaming. So uh, Anthony's kind of like a caveman using a microwave when it comes to a fucking computer. So every now and then we have to we have to deal with something like that, especially when we're doing live now. So how are you doing, well, Joseph? I, I was just watching that intro video that I made a long time ago, realizing it needs a fucking update because it still has you know these ancient ways of listening to podcasts like soundcloud and stuff which dude we're on what are we on now twitch twitch and, and, and youtube youtube and all we the need things to update the video so that yeah yeah explains i know all that it's uh it's an ever-changing world especially uh with this live stream thing it's kind of we are slowly getting in a, a new realm what's up fellas hey, hey. That. can you I'm hear us move anthony right here boom all right yeah. can you guys hear us yeah, you're good. Yeah, oh, dude, that was weird. <laughs> there we go. That was really there we go. Yeah, there we are. No, we're here. We're here. It's cool. You're right. gleaming yeah, a little yeah. more than usual, Anthony. What's that, bro? You're gleaming a little more than usual. <laughs> I think we all oh, are. I about just, I just took a shower and probably got yeah. clean skin right now. I think you're gleaming because of our guest today. I am, dude. Hey. Gleaming because I first get to see my resident <laughs> homies right now. There you go. Oh yes. Have you guys yeah. already gone through the intro? Oh, yeah. We just got done with it. Then you guys started popping on right. I explained that you're like a caveman using a microwave I uh, for, uh, <laughs> for uh, using, uh, using I, uh, I technology. I went to the email, and then I was like, wait, there's no link to click. I have to right-click this. But I d I'm used to PC, so I'm like, where the fuck is a right-click on a Mac? Oh, I don't wow. have it. So I literally like, You're all like how like, do I how do I copy and paste on my own yeah. computer? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah we yeah, got dude. scott showing up in a second guys he's uh finishing up his stream he's gonna he's gonna bring all of his fun yeah, fans coming nice over here dude. and we're gonna kind of butted that up nice he usually does uh 6 p.m on thursday so they're gonna cross over soon he's yeah, got the shit down there. he was playing uh fallujah obviously but also some death and some other sick oh something's oh, happening there's the raid something we are happening. getting raided what's up fellas Oh, yeah, I got to change that. Women? The comments. Boom. Welcome to the nice. Cali Welcome Podcast. We've got your boy, Scott, coming on in a second. Should be popping up here in a moment. Yeah. yeah. Sick fucking, was, he, was, he, uh, was he shredding the gnar, or what was going on? What, what was your favorite song you played? I'm going to go get a beer. Hey, what up, Max? Who's a... What's up, who's Max? Trappany Six. What up, Anthony? Who's Trappany <laughs> What up, Anthony again? <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's sick. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, before we get going, um, sorry to everybody that wanted to see Dreamer uh, last week. Uh, we had a COVID accidental uh, uh, practice where everyone got sick, and so we had to drop oh, off our first ever show. So we have, as of yet, have not played live yet, <laughs> but we got all ready for it, which means the next time we do, it'll be even sicker. So uh, yeah, live Dreamer yet to come, but thanks for all the encouragement and support from people who we actually sold like 30 tickets to that show and we had to Damn. Live. God. yeah it was crazy i didn't none of them were from me but <laughs> my friends out here the homies are sick so anyway oh yeah um, yep i mean oh. fuck man i actually was thinking about driving out for that so i'm glad that i didn't <laughs> i know I, I was thinking that too was like, <laughs> like a six hour yeah. drive and be like ah. but i mean that's gonna be a six show i mean i actually just posted the other day or yesterday about how gnarly gabe Sieber is for doing Decrepit Birth, you know, a week before that tour started, and then jumping on and then doing Veil of Noth and Obscura every night for like two and a half months is the tour. It's like, 
because the tour yeah. is just starting now. It's not coming here till April. Like it's, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> crazy. It's one of the longest tours I've ever seen, and to do double duties on that kind of set is insane. God, so it's fucking yeah. bananas. Gabe is 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 the man. Um, yeah. Totally. What's up, Max? Yeah. How you doing, Yo. buddy? There I you found are. the gleam. I had the light up too high. But uh, I actually am. Uh, I just recorded a Dreamer drum playthrough yesterday, uh, and it came That's out pretty sick. good. I'll probably reshoot it, but um, I'm working on getting some content out for the you. So if you, you don't have to wait for the live show, you can just see the drumming sooner than later. So hell yeah, that's awesome, man. Yo. Are you gonna do anything like a live? Uh, I mean, not a live, but a jamming with uh, Chris at all? Like do a double, like kind yeah. of a playthrough? Yeah, we could do that because yeah. I actually would like to crowdsource. Like, what do people want to see? Like, do they want to see like individual playthroughs? They want to see like combined. Like, we each shoot one and then like edit it together. We could honestly milk these songs for what they're worth, which is a lot. So, we totally. could do all kinds of different combos of that. Um, we'll probably just do it all, dude. But yeah, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. I know. Yeah, I was, for how are you feeling though? Are you feeling better though? I'm feeling all right. I tested positive today, but I have like almost no symptoms at all. So okay, good. Um, good. But yeah, thanks for people. Yeah, what up, Ricky? What up, dude? That's my bass player for Dreamer right there. Oh yeah. Well, oh, yeah. oh, he no says sir. we're doing one this Saturday. Do you mean a playthrough, dude? Because I'm done. No, I wasn't informed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, we were talking about doing <laughs> one at some point. He wanted to come film me. So. Oh yeah. But yeah, I want to hear from people who are at who have seen this tour. Uh, the Vela Nath Obscura Interloper tour how how it was because I I'm hearing great things from everybody that went that it was like the sickest show ever so that's pretty funny about the Christian posting the working on the third Necrophagist album post too. <laughs> yeah that was good <laughs> I didn't believe that? it for a second dude as soon as you said it, you sent that I was like nope I'm, I've been trolled on this way too much did you <laughs> see the funniest <laughs> did you see Jacob's post yeah. from Deviated Sanity he's, he's like, like currently writing beethoven's 10th symphony <laughs> <laughs> that was good oh Fuck man yeah. that's awesome yeah you want to hear something oh, sick yeah. um jacob said to chris at that show he's like yeah um because defeated sanity's tour is starting in a couple weeks they were like we were going to ask you guys to rehearse at your studio but we decided to go with mike heller's studio instead and i'm like god damn it that would have been so sick if oh defeated man sanity. i keep forgetting he's in la that keeps oh, yeah. I, always, I always hear jacob's name i'm thinking germany defeated sanity but that's cool yeah, yeah. Oh, he's out in L.A. now. Yeah. But I would have loved to have defeated, like, Jam at my spot for, for a little while with, before Fuck the tour. Yeah. That would have been sick. Oh, man. See that? Yeah. What it's like to be in a fly on the wall of their rehearsals, dude. Oh, shit. Master class, dude. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, I mean, Jacob's gnarly, too, because he'll just do a practice, and they'll have videos with him and Lily playing, and it's like him and it's like just straight up bass and drums. Like, it's like. It's insane. Like, you know, yeah. like, and they are perfect with it. Like, to me, that's a nightmare. Like, if I was, if me and Casey got together and we were like, let's do like Odious Mortem with just drums and bass, I'd be like, fuck, go fuck yourself. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. well, like how we did Cryptic. <laughs> oh, we, yeah, we, did, we recorded it like that, but you had, I was just giving you like a, I was, was recording insane. in your ear to kind of give you like an not, idea where I was at. That's not ideal at all. What's yeah, up, Justin? Uh, yeah, Justin, what's up, buddy? And Nicole. Hey, everybody. What's up, Nicole and Justin? Nice. How was the move, Justin? How was that? You guys just moved to your new spot, right? And Nicole, sorry. I think they just moved out of their spot or something. I don't know. I was watching the stream. Now I know people's lives. I'm watching these fucking streams, <laughs> and I'm like getting You're all this information. You're a Twitch guy now, dude. Dude, I'm like a weekend oh, of the t- Twitch. Oh, here we go. Maybe we got someone. Hello, hello. 
Oh, what's Hello. up, buddy? How you what doing, up, dude? Man? Yo, I see you. I don't hear you. Oh, that's pretty yeah, tight. You hear any of us? <laughs> that's pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> this is on the fly. Kind of sounds live. like it's computer audio, too. Crazy. Hmm. It's like Technical crazy, difficulties. But... Yeah, this is, this <laughs> is going to cool. be a good one. It's all good, dude. <laughs> This is, I love this though. I like the I like the fucking up. We, I had the te- I had the tech difficulties. It's it's just the juju of the episode. Yeah, yeah. I do not hear you. Sweet. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump off real quick and call. Go for it. Okay. Why? Why? Hello. That, nothing. Let's see. All right. Well, no worries. Um, I wanna I wanted um, to quickly make a non-musical crazy. shit would work. Non-music related post. Did we did we talk about Battle Force by the way yet? No, no, no. no oh, no. dude, BattleforgeCoffee.com. Let's do that one real quick. Mm-hmm. The yeah. homies and deeds of flesh. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. They got sick coffee over there. They got the swag. Boom. Coming up at the bottom of the screen right there. BattleforgedCoffee.com. Get Hit it. them up. They got package deals. You know, you could get a bundle, T-shirt, coffee, mug, all that shit. Yeah. I've been drinking exclusively Battleforged coffee for like two weeks now. And that's what's up, and dude. Dude, I swear I've been more productive than I've been in a long time. It just immediately, like, I got shit to do. Like, mm-hmm. holy shit, I'm ready for it. So, you know, it really feels like battle forged, like, coffee. Like, you're ready for battle. I wonder, dude. you know, it's Maybe like the thing, like, that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Go ahead. Don't I don't know. One. I was going to say that, uh, you know, it's like coffee, but then you have the ideology behind the company with it, and it kind of, you know, it's almost like a. It adds to it, you know, it almost makes it more real, like more, more energy comes from it. Cause you're like, fuck yeah, dude. I drink it thinking like I'm a Viking ready to go into battle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it, it, it works for the branding. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's as far as I'd say. And I was thinking about deeds of flesh and like, I was trying to figure this out actually. Like, is there like a, a, a Scandinavian community out in like central California? Cause I know there's that one town that's like, that's like their vibe. It's like a, like San Luis Obispo? maybe yeah maybe I, I, I haven't been down there enough to see if that's like kind of the vibe out there but yeah I don't know where the whole Viking thing came from I mean I'm you totally think... into pirate Im- imagery and shit like you're that, Swedish so. right Joseph also I am yeah. I'm, I'm half Swedish so that's right I I got my uh I got my connection there and you have dual yeah. citizenship right yeah I do that's killer yeah Sick. hit me up cool. you guys touring Europe need a drummer let Let's me go know. visit Dennis <laughs> Dude, I yeah. seriously, Dennis lives like just not that far from my family out there, and we were talking. Oh, really? About, wow. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you guys are. Yeah. That would be crazy. Oh, Go I back there a, for a family reunion and kick it with Dennis. I just had a nice Zoom call with Dennis a couple of days ago. It was tight. Can we, can we ask how that's going, dude? Yeah. How's that project? We're actually talking about, well, well, it's actually talking about a top, some top secret stuff. It's top that, secret stuff. It is uh, other related stuff that people will hear about later, but we can't reveal anything yet. But. Yeah, but uh, i know <laughs> it's a danger though what is he talking about what, uh, what oh they're oh they're talking about solving oh yeah totally uh yeah. dude solving's cool i used to go there as a kid like with my friend and like he was like really into like you know lord of the rings and stuff like way back we're talking like the 90s you know so you know all the books and everything and he, he would click collect like like pewter like you know like warriors and stuff like little like and then it's crazy because that metal is really soft. Like if you like, be- you, you could like easily bend it, you know. Hmm. So it's like you can etch in it and stuff. And but solving and all the candles and all that shit, yeah. Fuck yeah. Pretty metal, dude. Um, I uh, I listened to one of those retromorphosis uh, pre-pro songs the other day. <laughs> 
it's so sick, dude. It is like got the spawn of possession vibe, but it's like more modern. And I think I think it's gonna be huge, dude. I think this record's gonna be huge. Even if you guys don't tour or anything, just as a release, I think it'll be big. So yeah, dude. To, to Hell be yeah, honest, dude. We've I was gonna say intercontinental, unique leader alumni reunite. Re, yeah. To be honest, we haven't really started working on it too much yet because I just finished this other other project, the new odious uh, stuff. So we'll talk about yeah. that later. But yeah, that's a, our new thing to get finished, and then that's the next thing. We got some other projects this year, but uh, got my own recording set up, pretty cool. So that's been fun. Um, All fun myself, stuff. Which is a dude. Trip. Yeah, I'm trying to get a better computer because. My old one's like a dinosaur. It needs to be I get, to get that figured out. But yeah, have, my shit's old too. I was dealing I have, with slowness tonight. <laughs> I have new computers with solid state and like like more RAM, but they don't work with my interfaces for some reason, the old ones. So I have to just like, I th but I'm going to try a different way of re-uploading the OS like from like backed up from this other computer, like on Time Machine and then redo it. So I'll see if that works. And if it does, hallelujah. But if not, then I might have to buy a new computer eventually or get new interfaces. But anyways um yeah man so uh looks like scott and joel are uh trying to figure out what's going on we've got some audio stuff going but they're there trying to jump on here but in the meantime keep chatting uh yeah so, so joseph man bummer you couldn't do those shows man because that dreamer stuff is just so sick like oh man yeah i know dude and and i'll tell you this we had members uh we have we have four members right now two guitars bass and drums we first had one guitarist get sick and we're like okay we'll just do it as a three-piece it's crazy and right then now. we had our bass player drop off because he got sick yeah. and then it was chris and i like fuck it dude let's just do it as a two-piece we were like gonna backtrack bass and like still Damn. go for it and then it wasn't until i got sick the third member that we're like and we were like chris just still do it dude putrid pile style or whatever like you by yourself and he's like nah we can't you know that's too far yeah, yeah. just chris up there yeah, it would have been sick as hell, but uh, that would have been sick. So we're yeah, talking about crazy Christopher Beattie, which we me mentioned him almost every episode as we should. And yeah, he's a shredder. So check him out. Definitely um, yep. did the yeah, intro man. song if you're wondering what it yeah, about yeah. that too. By the way, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I was gonna say real quick. I just wanted this is totally off the subject of the podcast, but um, I'm into other forms of art you know, and a lot of it, and these guys know I'm all into pirate coins and shit like that. And I know some of the makers on uh, Instagram and one of them is an up and comer who I've been down with this shit for like over a year now. And um, he's trying to get to 2000 followers on Instagram. He's pretty close. And I, I told him I'd see, you know, if anybody who is from the Cali death community would, you know, want to help out somebody from a different community that I'm involved with, which is the EDC community. But, um, La Pira Productions, so L-A-P-I-R-A Productions.edc on Instagram. If you guys can go over there, check out his shit. It's a, he's a dope photographer. Um, I know it may not be everybody's style, but you just got to think of like art is art, dude. And, and, you know, with me, I like to be able to have some art portable with me. A coin fits right in your pocket, dude, for some inspiration whenever. Yeah, dude, there he is. I just dude. followed him. Fuck yeah, thanks, dude. And that. Uh, What's that, Casey? What were you about to say? I was gonna say, dude, one of my favorite Instagram pages that's super funny is Secret Buttholes, dude. Secret oh, Buttholes. No, dude. <laughs> it's not what you think, dude. It's so funny though. It's like 
just random shit that looks like a butt, like like <laughs> Jesus. like, like donuts. This is what I missed out on. So, <laughs> ladies, really, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna we got car we got car stairs ready finally. So we got them. Oh we shit. got them on a brand new laptop, and here uh -oh. is uh -oh. the shreddingest drum roll. What up? Wow, that took a while. My bad. That's oh, all good, man. We're using this kind of a shit show from the beginning. I I was. I had yeah. some technical shit coming on like two it, Joel's like three minutes. We're going live, dude. And I'm like, my fucking computer won't respond dude. to me right now. <laughs> that, dude, that's how it goes every single time. Dude, mm -hmm. for, yep. Every time I try to start a stream, I'm like, all right, 15 minutes will be enough. And then next time I'm like, okay, maybe 30 minutes. Okay. Maybe 45 minutes. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. Just yeah, get, like hang out like early, just get it all set up and ready to go. Cause it's like, yeah, just always, things always go wrong. Like on stage, you have brand new cables, everything's good oh, to yes. go. And then like, Something just dies, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like, you know, mm -hmm. Dude, exactly. Yeah, but. it's almost kind of like you just have to expect it. But here, I got the the chat open. Yo, Gleamers, what's up, guys? Thanks for waiting. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought I could nice. smoothly raid the stream and then just switch over. I guess not. And then uh, Joel's like, good, "What's going?" Dude. I'm trying to restart my computer, and then literally my computer's like, "Nah, not today, not today." <laughs> <laughs> they showed Luckily, up without you. They showed up without yeah, you. They've uh, been going off, so it's all good. Dude. Six. Yeah, Joel was like, "You have a, another computer." I was like, "Oh, you're right." So I just jumped over here, and now we're Boom. good. Hell yeah, sick, nice dude. So hell yeah. Um, I wanted to get into just like uh, just starting it off, talking about your, you know, the Twitch streamers and stuff that you have. Like, how did you? Because you're doing a really cool job at that. And in one of the like Justin's stream, Max's stream, and your stream, like I signed up for Twitch and started watching, and sure. didn't really know what I was getting myself into because I always thought it was like a video game based like kind of thing, you know. And seeing the platform you guys are taking of like requests and like you know like uh, changing your face and doing those cool things like how did you how did you like get yeah. started with it and like what was the like, who pushed you to do it or did you just try it because of seeing someone else? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, uh, it was like the beginning of 2020 and like Fallujah was fully doing its thing uh, as far as touring goes and. Uh, we had like a tour. We, we went to Mexico and then we went with um, Darkest Hour to Europe and all that stuff. And then we had a tour book for Legion and I think another and uh, Entheos. And we had some other tours lined up and all. And then, of course, you know, the pandemic happened. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like my whole rig just got shut down. My whole like kind of setup, my schedule, you know what I mean? And so I was like, okay, what am I going to do here? So the first thing I thought is like, okay, like I, I, you know, I had already been teaching guitar lessons um, as like supplemental income to touring because the touring is, you know, can only be so consistent. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go hard. And the way I'll kind of broadcast to people, you know, my lessons, like kind of advertising lessons was uh, through YouTube. I was like, all right, I have lots of friends that have really made YouTube work through playthroughs. Like seeing Dean Lamb, like really inspired me. And he actually helped me uh, get this camera behind me. He gave me all the advice for like what lens and all that stuff. There's a lot of conversations. So my original plan was like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, put up YouTube covers and you try to use my skill to get attention that way, I guess. And then hopefully I can kind of set up a schedule and survive this whole pandemic thing and pay my rent and shit. And while I was doing that, and I'm sure people who know with YouTube, it's kind of slow going. There's not a lot of reward to it. And it's kind of just like, you're just alone kind of grinding trying to get it done or whatever uh so in the midst of that i was like well first of all andrew the drummer of fallujah he uh was on twitch before any of us and like he okay. kind of yeah so like that's how i knew about it 
he was on Twitch and he told me about it and I was kind of interested in it. So it was kind of in my head a little bit. I knew he had like a consistent schedule and shout out Sigma, Sigma Caldera, by the way, if you guys oh, don't yeah. know him, yeah, he's a badass. But uh, so I was like, all right, fuck it. Uh, I just want to do, cause I was thinking about doing Facebook live or Instagram live and just kind of having like a live setup, like a question thing. So I was just like, I'll just try Twitch first or whatever. It was just kind of fuck it. I know some friends are on there and, the first conversation was just my webcam like this and the speaker mic. And it was kind of just let's sit down and uh, and just answer questions and talk about guitar or whatever. And then slowly led to some improvising. And then we started playing songs. And I see people getting really excited every time I play songs. And then I can't remember when we I pulled out the green screen, but I basically I, with my camera setup came a green screen. And I was like, fuck it, let's goof off and let's just throw up a green screen. And I was uh, hanging out with Nico at the time. We were just kind of goofing around and it was all just to have fun really while we were bored as fuck during the pandemic. And then I don't know, it just slowly grew into this kind of different thing where we're like performing. And then I, you know, like you said, the other streamers are starting to uh, no, or sorry, other artists are starting to notice and they're all bored too. They can't go on tour. So they're like, fuck, I see him posting all the time and they're hitting me up like what's going on with this and seeing him get all hyped and other people start to jump on and starts to get more exciting and yeah now i think uh it's like a real avenue for people to perform music and it's yeah. like it's, it's cool it's like really i mean i still feel like it's very much so in the beginning but uh yeah, so i always like, thought it was you know for the longest time it was just like video games is what i you know linked twitch to which is probably where it all started right yeah yeah i mean that's what i thought too and i just thought well i'll just kind of like use this platform that's not really meant for what I want to do just to like connect with the people that like are always commenting and talking on Facebook and Instagram. Cause you know, I had like this awesome group of people. Anytime I would post a video, they would show some love and stuff. I'm like, all right, well let's like have something where we can hang out directly with these people. And then, you know, as I got on there, I started to see, you know, I noticed Herman Lee and Matt Heafy, they kind of had their thing already established or whatever. And then another one was Mike Leon shreds. Do you guys know Mike Leon? uh from uh soulfly soulfly that's right yeah i met him when he was in uh havoc but uh he kind of got his rig going way before me probably five or six months and he really kind of started that uh the twitch people call it like instrumentalist you know what i mean because there's people mm -hmm. that are like like gamers or kind of like both or whatever and then there's like people that are like rocksmith you know like chain oh, yeah. and, yeah. and young gun and then there's instrumentalists, which are like kind of like Herman Lee or me, where we just kind of play the songs we want to play. And it's kind of like, you know what I mean? You can't really come into the chat and be like, can you play some Metallica? I'll just be like, I don't really know that song. You know what I mean? Like, so it's yeah, more just like a, yeah. So one it's thing I actually was tripping on because you were just playing. I mean, one thing that we were always worried about doing the, you know, going on YouTube and stuff like that was the fact that we one time showed like a Rammstein clip and we got immediately like, you got to take this out or you're fucking going down. It was like, wow. it was like, yeah, it was like super quick too. It was like, it probably that using the AI, I just saw the video yeah. or we played like a little quick little clip and it was like, take it, was it out. It wasn't like setting up their stage. It wasn't even like a live or like, or yeah. like, a, like an album or anything. Like, wow. Yeah, it was just, and but they it just immediately. a song from one of their albums. They used yeah, and they just album. immediately took it down or wanted us to take it down. And then I'm going on to like Twitch and just seeing you guys just jam these like super copyrighted songs. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck are they going to, like, how does I that know. even work? I know, I'm like playing like Michael Jackson themes and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is, uh i mean it's kind of like an unwritten thing kind of they don't really have the tech to kind of call you out and then also 
Um, cause I thought the same thing. I was like, Oh God, like this is uh, like built on a house of cards kind of thing where it's like my whole rig is going to disappear as soon as like somebody comes in and says no more copyrighted music. But I think the way it works is they can't really, there's no AI to detect it live for sure. And then, uh, you know, I rec I got recommended by the people on Twitch, just don't put my VODs up. And I have been putting some VODs up anyway, but uh, <laughs> they will, it'll, um, when you put up the VOD, it'll act, it'll, it'll mute the copyrighted material and some of it doesn't get muted. And they also give you kind of a warning system, how many copy strikes you could have. And I have gotten zero. So, I mean, some streamers, streamers take it real seriously. Like Herman Lee, he takes it uh, real serious and that's why he's playing, uh, you know, what is that, uh, copyright free, like backing tracks and all sorts of stuff like that. Yep. But, uh, yep. but even then, if, if, if something changed and Twitch was like, uh, yeah, we can't do this no more cattle decap or, you know, Meshuggah on the stream, then honestly, I would just stream myself building those songs out in logic or, uh, Reaper. And I would just build them all over again as uh, covers kind of like Joshua Travis. He kind of like recreated the song and now he has his like tracks that he could play if that were to happen and i think at that point they can't copy strike you even then it's but, a much uh, better like karaoke version of things yeah <laughs> yeah and then yeah his sounds really good too because he's got the guitars removed from it so it's like and it's his guitar tone so mm -hmm. it sounds super sick i mean Hell it's cool yeah. just i wonder if that does it have something to do with like you streaming live that the copyright doesn't have to be involved yeah i think there's a couple things and this is I don't think they'd speak about this too publicly, but whatever they, 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 they well, like, yeah, yeah, they, well, like, like one, um, yeah, I don't think they have the tech to do it live. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the, yeah. the other major thing is I don't think Twitch is cooperating in any way. They're not like, yeah, come on in and check it out. They're like, nah, you could try, but we're doing our thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That could be a thing. I mean, I noticed that, like a lot of people, um, even with like a lot of the, uh, like illegal streams of like UFC events and like right. all, the, all the stuff on there. It's like the person or if you watch it, it's not illegal. Right. But if you, if you're the streamer and they catch you, then it's illegal. Right. So you're like allowed to watch it legally, but you're not allowed to like stream it. And they're probably doing it out of the country too. So they're just like, whatever. Right. Yeah. You can, yeah. you can smoke it, but you can't deal it. I guess it's, <laughs> it's the thing. It's all good. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But for now it's working for me and, if anything happens, I'll just adapt. You know what I mean? I, I put some thought into it because it's like, yeah, that could, my whole rig is like playing to songs. That's what gets everybody hyped. Yeah, that could go away, but uh, I don't know. It's working yeah, right Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. I don't want to. Is there, uh, is there a decent, is there a decent amount of podcasts that use Twitch too? I, I'm just uh, like in the dark on that. I do know that the Knotfest, uh, they do podcasts. And then I did one with uh, Daniel DK. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He's another super, he's another instrumentalist streamer. Like him and Mike Leon were like already there killing it. Just kind of mm -hmm. like, he's funny, man. Like, like speaking of Twitch rules, like I don't think you're supposed to like smoke weed or get super drunk and crazy, but that dude is just like, it's like backstage at his place. Just people are just ripping shit up and just like, dude, yeah, he's massive I just joints went, and stuff. And I just, <laughs> my, my heart just dropped into my stomach for a second. Cause I'm like, that's me every episode of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's all good. I think it's all good. All right. I think it's just not recommended or maybe it's just yeah. not why. I, I don't it's know. It's kind of like I mean, these I, loose rules kind of like yeah. we can get you for it, but it's kind of like a, back in the day, like a, 
going up to Canada and stuff where weed was illegal, but they had weed bars, and you just go like oh, that was weird. Yeah, you go smoke weed illegally in a bar, and like you go upstairs yeah. and buy weed from a guy that was like a, a mobster was... guy or something. And yeah, yeah it's you know. called uh, the, what was that? The new Amsterdam Cafe. And oh, that's right, that's right. That's when you lost have... your mind, dude. Dude, I who lost their mind? Joel did. He lost. Oh yeah, like no, we got this one guy. Just he came and like was all you Californians don't know shit, and like he's all he's all try this, and then I I hit it, and I was like, yeah, I'm insane now, sick. I don't know if I can play the show now. <laughs> well, it was like it was. Yeah, it, you're right. It was hash. Yeah, you it was before you know, it's before all the concentrates and shit. Like we knew about hash, but he's like, I've been working on this for like 12 years, dude. It's at 80 percent. Uh, oh my god! And you're, at that time, that was like insane and because he was like having us ashen to the bowl and we're like what the fuck is this and he's like we need a burning agent because i'm gonna drop some oil on it and we took long loads of this but joe like sprinted out of the place we had to chase him down <laughs> the street play it, who, who i probably told with? it i probably already told it but it's like we chased him and just watched it like completely soak into his system because he just slowly slowed down to a stop well i hit it and i said scared. i literally said I said, take this away from me. And when I hit it, I was like, because my oh, immediately my whole like was a, like everything just went down. And I was like, like all systems down. And I was like, and I had never, you know, I've just smoked like, you know, flour, they call it now. I just smoked like, you yes. know, like back in the day, regular. I was just smoking that. Yeah, regular marijuana is what I was smoking. And uh, that was just like totally took me to another level. And I was like, I was high for like eight hours. And I was you were freaking still out. High we'd go on... at the st- yeah, we were on stage. And I was, was freaking like, out. Hours before. It was all oh bad. My God. Was that with Decrepit or is it that another uh, group? That was both um, Decrepit and Odious. That yeah, was we I wasn't in Decrepit yet. We were, actually, it was the bloodletting with uh, Deeds of Flesh, Decrepit, Vile, and, and Odious. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's sick. Dude, okay, so we just jumped. I realized we just jumped in it, but uh, I don't know if I've met everybody. I know Joel. I know Troy. Like Maybe we should just say what's Troy? up. So. <laughs> yeah. you mean, uh, or, no, Troy. Joseph. Oh, Joseph. Oh, Joseph. Joseph, my bad. See, I don't <laughs> yeah. know shit, I guess. And then I'm I'm going to call, call him Troy now. Okay, what's going on, Scott? Anthony, all right, all right. Yep. Yeah. Norris and Casey. I know it's been it, this thing. This oh. is the most the least smooth start to this show. This whole Dude, yeah. fucking time. I loved Dude, it. Whatever, man. I've met I, K- I met you, Casey, a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Totally, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're saying right? Was it at one of my shows back, or was it at the Fallujah show? I can't remember. I, I swear you were playing. I, I feel okay, like it was a long cool. time ago. You were playing drums. Yeah. Nice, dude. Decrepit. Fuck, I can't remember, but, but yeah, super sick, man. I was, yeah, I got this is a shirt I got from fucking back when I was in high school, like, oh yeah, I can't remember two thousand eight or seven or something like that. Yeah, so pretty good print, man. That's a really good print. It's still going. The only thing is that the yeah, (laughs) the shirt is just short. So like, if I reach up, like my tummy pops out all sick. It's that was the classic. (laughs) Yeah, what is it, Gildan? That's yeah, the must, golden, must that's be, the yeah. Gilden curse, dude. <laughs> it's too short in the, in the stomach. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, I was obsessed with all your guys' projects. Seriously, I was spinning odious mortem, severed savior, decrepit births, fucking oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, obsession. Okay. I was all about the unique leader music all day. I would go to sleep to that. Was, so that's sick, man. Pretty stoked that you guys. Right are on, all dude. Well, yeah, and we're stoked on we're stoked on your Thanks. shit too, dude. And we're stoked it's on sick. this new Twitch thing. And I think it's like super cool that like you naturally you're lined up with our you know second time doing this it's this like crossover collab 
kind of deal i like it a lot dude and it's like it's it, this rating thing's awesome too because it's like yo we're having a party and there's unlimited guests bring as many as you can and yeah. scott's like dude i got like 50 people coming right now we're like, way more party, yeah. dude. No, I, don't, I don't know i, I can't Scott's see the all 50 fuck you, dude. i got more <laughs> i'm sorry dude i'm so fucking i'm like i'm such a noob on this shit that i i don't even know how i can tell how many people are watching us right now no i, I don't I think, think uh, uh Anthony 72 even, people guys yeah 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 and then we have another 10 or 15 on uh youtube too so oh wow gonna, so you're actually we were gonna we were gonna threaten actually i think that was this is the podcast we're threatening i think this is gonna be the last youtube one we're probably just gonna move just to twitch wow just to make it just to be well, just actually the live right well we Speaking never really of, were doing it live. on youtube in the first place so we're gonna yeah we're still gonna be on spotify and all that thing all we're gonna upload things, it but, uh, to youtube that night like speaking just... of dean lamb you talked about dean lamb last night i was yeah. actually uh on his uh, chat and i threw that question at him like why don't you because he goes on twitch and he goes on uh youtube and i was like why don't you he doesn't do them both at the same time and he said something about like a term of terms of service like thing that you you shouldn't do that or something and i was like shit well we're uh, gonna do one more <laughs> i think if yeah. i think that's for partners only because when oh, you, okay when you become a partner i think you kind of sign mm. a contract a little bit and okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's definitely that i don't sense. know if he's a partner though because like for instance samus he streams to multiple platforms uh yeah six six samus he's always yep. like saying like yo if you're on youtube this if you're on twitch that but i don't know if he's got his little check mark i've definitely seen huge massive streamers that are not partnered and i think it's for that reason just to they don't have to participate in certain rules and if mm -hmm. you know they have such a huge following it doesn't it doesn't matter or, or mm -hmm. they justify it in some way or something like that but yeah i think it's fine yeah, yeah, Dean, yeah Dean, Dean kills it on uh youtube it's awesome man and uh, yeah makes me proud it's super awesome he's created no, like a, a platform for metal it's like sick that's he's actually the uh, to be honest with you the first person i saw do like a stream where he's jamming and just like a live thing and i'm just sitting on my couch and have it on my apple tv and i'll just you know he just responds to you and you're just sitting on your couch like this is fucking rad dude this is and then uh yeah just and then, then learning the whole like twitch thing where everyone like it's kind of made to get bigger it's made to help everyone out it's kind of like a you know the rating thing i didn't know what that even meant until recently you know it's like you guys are helping each other out i didn't understand that murray fest thing was probably you guys were rating each other over yeah. and over again probably really at right. first i was like how are you how is that like is it like a it's like a a show or something but like this guy's at this time and this guy's at this time i didn't understand how that would work but now the rating thing makes all the sense dude yeah the 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 vibe compared to like instagram or youtube it's just like so different and it's so funny coming from like posting things on instagram and and youtube and and then hanging out on twitch and i'm just like why are you guys so nice to me like <laughs> this is nuts <laughs> dude and you're then, killing yeah. it on there and one thing about the twitch thing is you sound like the the that was the one thing I was always worried about with like playing like music on a stream is that like, because oh, that's is what, that was a zoom fault or de like a, yeah. a shitty thing about zoom is how it would cut out. We'd have like, you know, Dallas that. from Nile be like, let me play you a riff. And it's just all like, and we're just like, dude, right. Dallas from Nile's playing a riff for us. And we can't fucking hear it. We're just sitting there like, yeah, dude, that looks sick. It looks yeah. sick, dude. <laughs> I, I had some uh, problems with that. I think the trick is with zoom is you have to, there's a button that says turn on original sound. I don't know okay. if you guys found that, but yeah, yeah, we yeah. did later. Don't ask yeah, me, that, dude. I, I, yeah, but I've done I'm the same exact fucking thing. I'm happy that I actually made it tonight with all this <laughs> oh, stuff that I was trying to jump through. So, so where are you guys all at? Where are you guys uh, streaming from? 
I'm at Anthony's home in, in, in the Bay, in Pacifica. Oh, so you're in Pacifica. I know Pacifica, man. Yeah, right, yeah. right north of uh, Half Moon Bay. I used to hang out there yep, all the time. Yep. Yeah, dude. Um, and like, Dan Kenny, I'm sure you know him from Suicide Silence. He's uh, yeah. a, my best friend since high school. You know, we started wow. our first death metal band together, and slowly that got us to down to Santa Cruz and into the city, going to the pound shows and networking dude. and making like a solid, you know, community, being a part of it, and then fucking, you know, then you hear all that shit that came out of it at the end, you know, the early 2000s, you know? Dude, yeah. I wish I got to go to the pound and never got to go to the pound. I always watched live videos of people playing at the pound. It was like just before I had my license and shit, so I was not free. <laughs> I, was like, I didn't realize how quick of a run that place had, dude. It, it was not that long. I don't even know if it was 10 years. Did really? It, yeah. Did it yeah, go no, for more no than idea. 10 years? Cause it, it, what, what year did it stop? What year did it close up again? Two thousand six, seven. Yeah, it was right around then. Mm -hmm. DK, DK, <laughs> what's up, Nicole? <laughs> what's up, chat? I do not know what that means, but DK, uh, Dan Kenny, Dan Kenny. But uh, uh, fuck yeah. No, so uh, Scott, where did you grow up? So it's over the hill somewhere from. I'm in Santa Cruz, so you're probably so like East Bay, Danville area. Oh, like gotcha. Creek, okay. uh, Pleasanton. Yeah, yeah. Like moved around that area. So yeah. the Red House was kind of your the pound. That was your pound. Dude, that was that was uh, the first show I ever played was at the Red House on my nice. six, 16th birthday. Yeah. Damn. Six. How old are you? Like, I'm 30. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah. I remember, uh, I don't know, if, let's see if you can remember these bands, but uh, Name played that show and uh, Wes from Name and then Legacy of Pain. And that was an old one. That was like members of uh, Suffocate. And oh, okay. Fuck, I'm forgetting some other bands, but yeah, the, the Red House Suffocate. was the spot. Yeah, the All Show Parish. They played there a few times. Uh, when they played there, though, it was absolutely nuts. Jesus Christ, it was. <laughs> it was the crazy sound show. was really good there too. I remember the, actually had like really good sound. Yeah, that was awesome. Another awesome one that sucks that it shut down is um, the Boardwalk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw. We saw. Uh, it was supposed to be Suffo Fear Factory, but just Fear Factory because Suffo's bus broke down or something. Oh, Fear shit. Factory at that fucking place, dude. Can you imagine that? It That's was probably, fucking amazing. Was it packed dude. out? Oh, yeah. And they were huge sounding, dude. And they, they brought it. It was fucking exactly what you would want a Fear Factory show to be. Yeah, this, I've only recently got into them. Do, I, uh, do you guys remember Claude from... Uh, from uh, oh no the, the sound guy the crazy sound yeah. guy from the boardwalk yeah yeah yes yeah, yeah, yeah. dude what a legend oh, yeah. he's crazy i think yeah, yeah. He, i think he passed away actually i think i heard that too yeah no, about yeah. four or five yeah. three or four years ago i think something like that wow man yeah yeah he brought well, the they hype, got, dude they got bought and sold a couple times i mean one was during the no during the pandemic they sold and they got uh, bought by someone else and then they had the final like no we're getting rid of this uh, about three or four weeks ago i think it's now it's on its way yeah. out now. Yeah, they tried. I mean, they tried to do the whole. My aunt survived. hit me up. She's like, you know, this would be a cool uh, job to have if you moved up to Rockland. And I'm like, fuck, that would be awesome. But I'm like, how? Nah, dude. I, I hear all <laughs> these nightmare stories of keeping venues open and, and for underground. Yeah. You know. It's yeah, like, I do have like a, a like a fantasy about you know buying a venue or investing in a venue and like you know that's like one of the things I've always wanted to do. But like at the same time. You know, one little hiccup, like, I mean, this is a big hiccup with, with, you know, the pandemic, but something like that. And they're just, they all drop just like, you know, it's scary. Yeah. 
Yeah, they got a bunch of cool memorabilia all over the walls in there too. I wonder what they did with that. Didn't they have yeah, guitars? Yeah, what the plan is? Are they straight up tearing it down? Or um, well, the actually there was a post like a, literally I want to say two three weeks ago where they were talking about um, this is for real now. It's like actually going, but I think it's still up for sale. So it's up for someone to buy it and do something with it. So, which. Uh. It's basically Halloween's, but like, no, it's definitely like, uh, <laughs> we haven't even started the timeline yet. <laughs> oh man. No, I, there was things I want to touch on with Scott too. And actually, oh yeah, go for it, man. Segwaying into it. Um, last night I watched your, um, the Herman Lee thing for about an hour and a half, something like that. And, Dude, uh, yeah, that was sick. I mean, I, I saw the post, you know, I saw Max posting saying like, Hey, you know, it's going to, he's going to be going live with them or something like that. And I was like, cool. He's going to be in his studio and, and Herman's going to be in his studio or whatever. And like, then I basically like went on there and you're in fucking Herman Lee's like house or whatever. And like, you're like sitting there <laughs> yeah, with dude. all of his guitars to choose from. And I'm like, Holy shit, you're actually jamming with them. And, uh, man, I actually, and also quick promo for your fucking guitar, by the way, because oh, yeah. you played a bunch, you played a bunch of guitars and I'm a tone like nerd. I'm like obsessed with like different tones and stuff. And okay, there were some that had some pretty cool tones and stuff like that. Then you pull, you pulled out your new signature, um, which we have uh, locked and loaded, actually. Boom. Uh, <laughs> yo, thanks, guys. That's hey. No, actually, you pulled it out, though, and, and started jamming on it. And I was like, I can hear you. Way I mean, not that I couldn't hear you before, but like everything was way clearer. sounded like it was just voiced to you perfectly. Like everything that was coming out of you was sounded so much better out of that guitar. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I have to fucking buy another goddamn guitar now. <laughs> Dude, get it. That'd be sick, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've been with the company for like seven years and got to try a bunch of different woods and I don't know if it's, I'm sure my Kemper tone is matched up to it. And I, but I, I've realized that like that wood combination, having the maple fretboard is mm -hmm. so important. Like it, it, it makes all the notes brighter and then having the, the mahogany, it makes it kind of like a little bit like more mellow, more the medium warm tones. And then I think another thing that people don't even realize is that like the difference between a satin finish or a raw finish or a gloss finish, like having a thick gloss on the guitar actually makes it even brighter as well. So it's like, interesting. you got, you got the hard maple fretboard, which is real bright. You got the hard, uh, uh, fucking gloss. And then, uh, yeah, the mahogany kind of chills it out. Lots of hard That's things, you know, it makes it sound good. You know, it's like, uh, they have, they made that new guitar creator, guitar builder on Kiesel's website. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just like, build, I'm like building a guitar. Like I'm making like the fretboard, like, oh, that matches it. So I'm just going to use like nothing to do with like, like understanding the actual tonal properties of wood. Like it's something that I've kind of, kind of skipped a little bit. I mean, I know like what a lot of people do generally, like there's mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, the mahogany bodies, maple, or uh, the rosewood fretboard, stuff like that. Right. But, um, does a burnt maple neck sound different than what you're talking about i think the because he, he uh puts those he puts the necks and the fretboards in this oven that they just bought like a maybe a year ago or something like that and it like releases the sugars and actually chemically changes the wood and makes the wood even harder so i think it's even harder and brighter with the roasted which is okay. also it would probably take some moisture out as well yeah for yeah. sure yeah it's yeah, sick it's when like, they're when they're roasting the necks it smells like maple syrup in the in the shop it's wow sick. that's yeah. sick it's probably better for traveling too it's like uh you know if you're if you're going i'm do you have it's a roasted maple neck on here no no and yeah. i I, tr I, tr I tried but yeah. they he, he can't uh, i've tried to get it like i kind of wanted to do the way it looks 
uh, but with both the headstock and the, the fretboard roasted, but just the, he's really concerned with everything matching. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. when they roasted it, the, the kind of just the wait for the wood to react and like, okay, this one came out dark and then they have to categorize them after that and say, these are the really dark ones will match them. So it's really tough to get the headstock and the uh, fretboard to match unless you roast the entire uh, neck oh, and you wow. leave, and you leave the head uncovered with no uh, top on the head. And then if you have a seven piece, you'll see that seven piece on the headstock or whatever, which is, I don't, I don't really want that. So couldn't make it work, but so we went, well, I think, I think it came out even better though. With I like the, how bright the maple is and stuff like that. But yeah, I've always kind of fantasized about having a, a roasted neck. It looks so sexy, all brown and shit. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, I mean, actually, one of my favorite necks is uh, I have just a Charvel. It's like a, I don't know if you can see it right here, this guy right here. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, it's like, sick. It's just that guy. And I, basically, just the, and also I have that uh, the PRS, that dusty warring PRS from a BT BAM or whatever. Oh, sick, um, yeah. I've it's definitely noticed the brightness of having that maple neck. You know, I've, I've been aesthetic because of, you know, making or buying guitars and stuff like that. It's always been like, well, this looks cool, but not really yeah, like taking course, a lot of it into an account and stuff. I'm like, whatever. I'm gonna run it through all these processors, dude. I'm gonna just I'm gonna boost yeah. the treble and like I'm gonna do the mids and stuff like that. But uh, you're actually saying that the actual paint job and stuff like that will have a lot to do with the full tonal capabilities of that. For sure, yeah, yeah, and yeah, because I tried like a, a walnut guitar, like of a Vader, and I, I noticed it has this like really deep bassy tone. That I I had a, a antique ash that was chambered on a blue guitar, and I noticed it had this like kind of deep like whoop whoop kind of no noise that okay. I was like making me sound muddy live. And I was like, okay, I don't like that. And I don't know. I, I remember a huge thing for me was when I was recording bass for one of our albums and we were trying all these different basses. And when we finally tried uh, a Fender jazz five string bass, I was like, holy fuck, this is like the best sounding shit I've ever heard. And it, like, it's a maple fretboard, but they gloss the fretboard and then it's like this giant i think it's alder body or something it's like a getty it's, lee bass it's like one of those getty lee basses yeah yeah dude and it's like it sounds like you hear all you hear the entire tone like all the frequencies but it's so bright and like cuts through the mix and it's just like oh my god this is so after that i was like started to really take notice of like how the woods in combination like go through the amp and it's it really makes a huge difference and then speaking of the, the guitar the pickups that we put together for it, I think, was also made it super sick. Like Kiesel had their own kind of thing going, and they're catered to a certain kind of artists. And I, you know, was just asking Jeff for certain things, and he made it happen. And I think, yeah, the combo is like super sick. Yeah, I could definitely tell. Like I said, the, the difference of it. Like when you picked that up, I was like, okay, this is what he's supposed to be playing. It's like yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to pick up all the fun guitars and be like, oh, let's try this PRS. Let's try all these things. Then you picked up your guitar, and I was like, okay, well, that's uh. <laughs> that's made for Scott there. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The neck through too. Yeah, cause totally. you play you play bass a lot, like, but you also wrote guitar for Odious Mortem, right? You wrote all the guitars. Not all the guitars. No, no, no. Oh. I, I played like riffs and stuff like that. And it's like for, we were just yeah. talking about a pre-pod. Like, there's just a big the last. The actually we're recording right now, and Casey's supposed to be here to announce that. But uh, we're recording oh, right now and doing the. He's he's uh he's. Watch, I got a, I got a banner for it, dude. Um. So, uh, <laughs> that's a long piss dude <laughs> drop a glee but, uh, in the chat for some piss dude 
Oh, there he is. What's up, man? There he is. I heard what you said. I love the shirt, I heard what you said. I was walking up and I could see it on the bottom of the screen. I was like, ah, I know what you guys are up to. See, no, we were just talking I, about I did. The... I, had to, I had to use the restroom. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, world. Sorry about that. Sorry for being a human. But uh, that's how we were just talking to about the four hours, you know. That's how it works. We kind of uh, we kind of were kind of alluding to the the new the new ODS recording and stuff like that. So about how oh, oh, yeah. riffs, yeah, how we're, Joel uh, writes yeah, all of them. How I, he's all so Joel, you write all the guitar on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, some stuff, yeah. you know, like. You know. I just yeah. knew back because you know I was a huge fan of Decrepit and Severed Savior and all that, and and yeah, I just remember I so. uh, my bass player Rob was like, "Dude, check out Odious," and it was like another Zach band you guys recorded with Zach and shit, mm-hmm. and it was just like, "Yes, more or whatever," and I just thought it was. I just remember that you were in the project, and I thought you were playing guitar on it. So, um, no, actually, oh, speaking of last album, Casey played like probably you know seventy percent of the guitar in the last album. Oh, so, what Casey? Uh, Casey sixty. I did. He's all sixty three point eight, dude. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Computed. But no, he's yeah. he's you know well, he doesn't like compliments too. So let's way. keep complimenting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what? So should we just spill the beans? The new one's yeah, yeah. done. I, okay, I kind of so, started a little bit. So well, I like yeah. secret. Uh, actually recorded all the drums already myself, wow. and I've never done that before. It was like an experiment, and I was just trying it. And uh, Alex, our guitarist, is like mixing it, and uh, wow. he's a fucking. Dude, Alex Basie. You know Alex from o- Ominous Ruin? Oh, yeah. Ruin? Sorry. Excuse me. Alex Basie or from Ominous, o- Ominous Ruin. Uh, I know Ominous Ruin. He joined oh, Odious a couple months ago uh, with Alex, Carrie Gear. Alex, what's his last name? I might actually know Basie, him. Basie. B-A-C-E-Y. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've met him. That's sick. So did you record it in your house or garage or something? In my practice studio. Damn. And then what In my room. And so I have like a whole setup like... Sennheisers like like I've had for years like all like a ton of them like nine yeah. of those like clip-on 604s and then like yeah I have the like standard Sennheiser like overheads and then I have I put a 57 on the top of the snare and then I used a clip-on Sennheiser for the bottom of the snare I tried using a 57 but actually we got a, a nice bottom snare sound from the the Sennheiser trying different stuff I, I used a, a kick mic on the floor tom like a Sennheiser kick mic and, okay, then, just yeah. a, and then I think I just a clip-on on the bottom and then uh it, for the kick drum, we we did mic it, but we did we used like a Beta 52 like a, a, around the hole just to get like a, a natural rumble, and then of course we recorded MIDI like the, the triggers, yeah. just for the kicks. Um, but yeah, it's coming out. It's cool, man. It's coming out sick. Yeah. So and then I had uh, I got these like Lewitt, you know those. Uh, do, are you familiar with Lewitt mics? Those like um, L. Not really. Like the they're like really good for the deal or like for the <laughs> for the price. They're like really sick. Right. They're like the Anyways, I got like the little, they're like little sausages. I got like, the small ones. I may have like, seen uh, an engineer yeah. with these like these little teeny things, and then like yeah, there's like, another part of it. I can't remember yeah, what. Uh, so what pre? If you're recording yourself, what preamps? What pre's were you going? I, I'm through? just using these old, uh, you know, pre Sonus Fire Studio, you know, chained, just two eight channel chained. So that's okay, 16, sick. You know. And they're tried and true. They, you know, I, I, and I recorded it at ninety six, which was interesting. But Alex okay. was like, just do it, and like the like I, I used a Mac Mini computer, which is like not upgraded like all my other ones, like to solid state and like upgraded the RAM. This one's just like the old, you know, it's like a twenty fourteen model, so it like works, but not great. It just, but it's like a tank, you know. 
So they got it done. I had to like redo takes because it like glitched a few times. I was like, oh, this is a good take. Is oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's but, the worst. But it was crazy. I, I did it over New Year's. So I was like in there at like 7 a.m. on New Year's Day. <laughs> like, Oh, wow. Everybody's just, just fucking yeah, <laughs> At the studio, there's nobody there. You know, so I was like, I had to strategically do it. So there's no other bands practicing, you know. Oh, but right. It worked, so it's quiet. But, so I just didn't, you know, go out late or do anything. I just kind of was like, all right, this is just my time. And just did it like over the oh, like four days or something. It's um, beastly, but, dude. It's fucking dude, it's, beastly. Yeah. How it's long is doing, it? It's faster than a lot. Like I tried to just make it like more like cryptic. Just how many minutes does the album clock in at? Uh, it was like forty minutes, close to that. So thirty oh, wow. something. You know, so it's a lot for death metal, man. Ten songs. We always do ten. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be sick. So I'm we'll recording bass right now, and I'm I'm yeah. uh, severely under practiced. I'll just let <laughs> you know that I'm like because the you know pandemic, and then like we're not playing any live shows for a long time, mm-hmm. which we, hopefully will change that in the future, but um just and you got them, very good gu- guitar centric I'm guita- and yeah i'm buying guitar all about guitars and... right now so i'm like yeah. oh shit i played bass that's just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a big guitar with less strings. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> oh man so yeah no so just like uh recording it now i'm just like holy shit this is uh i can't believe i used to i don't know i'm looking at like you know someone put on a video some like kind of recently at a party or something of like me playing some Odia show and I'm like that's not even me dude that's no that's a different human dude. there's no way I could like but uh no getting back into it because we were practicing like back in those odious you know like touring days we were practicing in person three to four times a week we were like oh sick yeah we were like really because there was no there was like maybe power tab or guitar pro was just coming out but it was like you got to get in person and jam like there's no other way you know dude that's that's definitely gone like gone away I feel like you have to like totally yeah yeah i can't get anybody to meet up <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy yeah that's why i think the even the music is kind of sounds like it's changed like that's like oh this is this was made in guitar pro like you know you can yeah. hear it and i know there's like a lot of discussion about that but i think it's cool like i don't think it's you know like i know people have opinions like it's better or worse and stuff but yeah i think <clears throat> it's like it's it's like a double-edged thing because like you know like in the more modern thing it's like okay you're expected like i'm gonna play for this band and do a tour like gabe siever style i'm expected yes. to just learn that stuff super fast to be able to jump on and just nail it like and like that's God, like a not a, that's not at all me dude like that's not how i was like for me it was like took time and months and like so long yeah. to like and like when i played in decrepit it was like it was like inside me it was like insane i like couldn't it was like i dreamed decrep it was like all day all the time <laughs> you know it was nuts dude so it like hammered into your brain every yeah and stroke, the, yeah. yeah so I, I just couldn't imagine like like i remember i tried to jam with the faceless one time before we started touring doing like more in decrepit and and i just like barely knew their songs and i just couldn't even really i kept like flubbing i was like i still know the parts like i could dude. play it like it was fun but like we, i was just like i just didn't like know it enough i need to listen to it way more you know so, well, they were I'm used to like it. people coming in and just being like, "All right, yeah. well, I've yeah. listened to it 1.8 million times and just like <laughs> just have it down." Yeah. Like, Casey's like, "I'm down to jam with you guys. Like, I know some of your stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, you totally, don't have yeah. every part perfectly like mapped uh, out already." And yeah. Casey's like, "I'm just jamming." But, <laughs> but that's a skill. Like when people say, "Oh, it's like," like when people kind of say, "Like, oh, they just write albums with Guitar Pro now and stuff." It's like, well, they got to fucking like play that stuff. Like, yeah. you know. So it's like for me, that's like almost harder. Like I'm like. Shit, I have to like learn all this myself and like come in and like come just me and the computer, dude. We had a relationship going and uh, <laughs> I really, you know, I got those songs down, man. I remember it's just like, I, I don't know, it's so distant from the writing of it. You know, when you're in a band, it's like you don't even, or when you're jamming live or, you know, in a, in a studio, 
or practice place, you don't even like realize you're learning the songs almost like you're just jamming and then you, okay, we got yeah. to do another song. All right, let's do another one. You just kind of naturally, it's not like this. Yeah, but like, okay, I got to learn like 16 songs, like da, 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 da. And it's got to be, it's like, so, I don't know. But if people can do it really good, like Gabe Sieber, guys like that are just ridiculous, dude. Like, I mean, he's dude, a genius. Like, the fuck? I went, yeah, I you, just, saw. you just saw the show, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, and I told oh, Gabe, I was, I was like, bro, you're the MVP so, for yeah, yeah. sure. My God, dude. Because <laughs> not, not only did he play both sets, but he was like, like the one of the best musicians up there, like one hundred percent. It was crazy, dude. And I've, I've known that guy for ten or twelve years. Yeah. Like at the boardwalk, I would always see him at the mm -hmm. boardwalk, and he wasn't always that good. He was just kind of like normal drummer, but now he fucking hits so goddamn hard. He's like <laughs> yeah. so flavorful. It's amazing, man. It's crazy, and yeah, I mean, he must have just. He's just so used to being hit up like that meme about the drummer being in like 80 bands like he's like the embodiment of that meme like, totally dude and maybe he just he just eats it for breakfast now i guess he's just like blast section all right like you know like i mean and, well we, yeah talking to him on his episode and you just learn that if he knows what he's gonna do he just listens to that only yeah yeah actually until scott to do it. one of the time, first times i actually hung out with or met you was uh at nam 2019 Okay. And it was me, me and Gabe went together and he was about to play. He got like a short, like uh, basically a short time to learn continuum. And uh, oh, I, I know that band, yeah. Yeah. And he Riley. was like, yeah. So I literally had to, we, the, the drive down there was just, we had to listen to continuum the whole fucking time. <laughs> I was just, just like, over, yeah, he's, got, he's like, I got to listen yeah. to each song like seven or eight times. I'm like, all right, well, I'm your, I'm your buddy. So we'll do it. <laughs> and then after the first, was it the first one or the yeah. second one? Yeah, it was both. It was, uh, well, the second one just came out. Okay. And uh, so he was basically listening to like his set list, and it was just like constant. Did you get, and then excited? He felt bad. Did you get excited for the song that I was on every time it came on, though? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, 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 at I was least like, thank I God they're not playing that song. At least I can hear Anthony once <laughs> on this album. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> that music is sick. The bass player was, yeah. uh, remind me who the bass player was. Oh, he played Flesh Consumed. I know, uh, I forget his fucking name, though. I'm his, I'm his friend. I know Chase played guitar. <laughs> Yeah, Chase, awesome. and there was Ivan yeah. on guitar. Um, yep, Ivan on guitar. Ivan, yeah. Spencer. Spencer, Spencer played drums, drums originally. Yeah. Yeah. He was from Sons of Aurelius. Son of Aurelius, right? yeah. Aurelius, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was the Santa Cruz band, too. That's sick. Yep. Speaking yeah. of Santa Cruz, Archaic, you guys down with Archaic? Oh, Fuck yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah, I hang yeah. out with them, like, or I hang out with Jared, like, every weekend. We're hanging out, watching the Super Bowl together. Oh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah that, but the, we brought the new them shit out is sick. on the... 2013 severed tour we brought archaic out as Fuck. main support yeah dude and they were they were fresh off the cannibal tour dude they were so fucking oh yeah precise dude they were fucking dude. in it dude that was when craig peters was in the band yep it was craig yeah. ivan craig. Uh, dude he's a badass Everybody like Craig could be like Craig could be like a big Twitch guy if he wanted to be, right? Truly, yeah, he's got the personality and yeah. the chops and Jared yeah. Chance, fucking Alex, Alex on Alex drums, Benz, dude. Yeah, when he's fucking nineteen, <laughs> dude, dude, he was yeah. nineteen years old and he was just ripping people's heads off, dude. Yeah, every time, yeah, that guy was a freak of nature, Alex, and he would do the. Uh, I remember he's he would do the, too. He would do like the Latin chops in songs and stuff, yeah, freak everybody dude. out. Yeah, mm -hmm. sick. Nice. Yeah, I remember he, I, a really I good dude to too. he's like very very humble happy guy most of the time you know a little quiet when he was that young but we got it out of him after a month he was chill you know like not not 
Well, he'd still have his alone time and shit. But either way, <laughs> like, when you're 19 on this tour with a bunch of these other dudes, they're just like pounding fucking tequila and beers and smoking yeah. weed and yelling at each other all night. Yeah, and dude. just like fucking. No, Alex, Alex always yeah. respected everyone's like character for who they were. He was. He had his own trip, and he was sitting there, you know, with the, you know, had his cross on the neck and stuff like that. And was like, yeah. yeah, no, he's he's all this is what I believe. It's fine. It's like you guys are having fun. It's fucking awesome. Like I'm super stoked for you guys. I'm like Jesus. You're like the nicest human being I've ever met. Dude, I yeah, think. people <laughs> like that are sick, man. It's like they don't gotta. Yeah, like yeah. I, you guys are reminding me of Andrew. He, like he doesn't smoke weed or any of that stuff. He's just chilling, but he's just happy to see everybody having fun. Not yeah, like you exactly. guys, you guys are going to die. Like, you know, he's just like, it's just like <laughs> having a good time. Guys. You're going to roast <laughs> like all these guitars we've been talking about, dude. You're going to roast it. <laughs> get roasted. Yeah. Not only okay, we should Alex, get it started, but oh, go, for, go for it. I was just going to say, not only is Alex in Trivium, he's also planning that Matt Heafy, Eson black metal project oh, too. Oh, I didn't rough. know that. He's like recording with fucking emperor guys that's God like damn. fucking sick that's i remember he, he always he always wore an emperor bat uh back patch so he was always re- i remember back way early like that was uh matt heafy's stage outfit was an uh, emperor back patch or whatever so that's hilarious he's full circle yeah that's awesome that heafy and, and alex bent are together because like two of the nicest dudes like ever they're just like out nicing everyone yeah <laughs> dude it's <laughs> It's alarming how nice some of these people whoa, whoa, whoa. and the Twitch the Twitch thing is like yeah, it's just people just want to connect and I think maybe the touring world was just too busy and too crowded and people just had their filters like kinda like, Well, if you're not in the green room with me, then you're probably like not worth having a conversation with, right? Like like you know what I mean? Like you you're touring with a huge band or something like that and you end up in their green room. They kind of go like, oh, "Okay, you, you got here somehow, so I'll talk to you or whatever." Where, where if you met them on in the crowd or something, it'd be like, "Are you going to punish me? Are you going to be weird?" Or <laughs> but, but, Twi- but Twitch is like completely different. Everybody's kind of way more open, and because of that, I've made so many friends with like people in bands that I never thought I would. And Matt's one of them, dude. I just just sent him a message. I, I was cur- I just I sent a message just to say like, "You're awesome." Essentially, like, "Yo, thanks for inspiring." Twitch is really becoming an awesome thing and dude just like instantly like yeah dude like i'm sure he gets tons of messages but he was replying and having conversation making suggestions and i don't know he just wants to see everybody yeah just it's definitely like a it's a real like social platform like you're yeah forced to interact you know who's the guy who comes on twitch and doesn't say shit to his audience the whole time Right, like, yeah, I don't, it's, it's I don't because, think it would last. It wouldn't last, yeah. and and that's not the whole point of it. The point is to be interacting and personal, personable and personal with your your own community, and yeah. that's what I love about this because I already you know fall in love with our community over the last year and four months or whatever we've been doing this. Like I I love all the people that have been pushing the show and talking about the show, and and now it's like. We have another way where we can really because live was it was patchy, you know, and it was hard mm-hmm. to, whether or not it was going to work it, with YouTube and and thing interacting was kind of a thing, but not really. But with this thing, like, oh, dude, we could totally just be like one on one with people or watch people have conversations while we're having conversations. It's it's super sick, dude. I like this. And I think this is a route that we're going to be following for a bit the cali death train is taking a 
detour off the tracks, the Twitch tracks. <laughs> Onto the Twitch tracks. <laughs> Onto the Twitch tracks, yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, when metal and everything is starting to come back, I mean, the tours are happening. There, it's, there's more strength to it. We have more of a platform and like everybody like you know what i mean like like i said like dean lamb has his way of promoting metal bands you guys yeah. have your way like like i have my twitch stream like i'm people tell me all the time like yo i never listened to cattle decap or mashuga before this you know what i mean we're like we're spreading mm -hmm. we're spreading it out and hopefully like it's like one of those things the rising tide lifts all ships kind of thing and totally where I, I think uh you know just being in like a smaller death metal band you're, you're just so desperate for any little piece of the pie you, it got brutal out there where you're like fuck that band you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. Like, i mean look you look at comedians <laughs> and stuff like look at you know like a lot of the comedians with their podcasts and stuff they have all of a sudden this huge platform and then now all of a sudden they're playing for fucking like huge theaters because their podcast is big you know because they're yeah, i have a, imposter syndrome from hearing all these comedians talk shit about people who's everybody's got a podcast now and i'm like fuck yeah i started one a year ago dude i'm in that fucking <laughs> fuck it, dude. that they're talking about <laughs> you know but at the same time i think we have our own little corner of the thing you know it's a very niche thing it's all stuff that we love like we just stayed true to it up until now and we're still going to keep doing it that way we just want to yeah. talk to cool people about cool shit that interests us and whoever wants to fucking go along for the ride dude hop on that dude, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hell yeah. I mean, it's Cali Death, dude. Like, right there, that's like niche. Like, I'm already thinking yeah. about some. I'm thinking about Unique Leader. I'm like, I'm thinking about all these bands. And I mean, I'm biased. Totally. By the way, Justin McKinney in the chat. What's up? That's some Cali oh, Death. Yeah, yeah dude. And, also this and guy, Nate, dude. Nate. Nate. Benarucci. Yo, what's oh, up, Nate? What's up, Nate? Ontogeny. Let's go. Oh, here we go. Here's oh, some. Yeah. Here's some. Uh, controversy here we go controversy. Dude, murray's the best man Dude, i'll murray. be like i'll be like jamming a tool and murray be like this man sucks bro <laughs> no way <laughs> i love tool oh Mur love murray's Murray's been like that forever. He's so just funny. fucking yeah, R on his sleeve, dude. Just like fucking this do one. A, like. Do a bleeding profusely uh, play along. He'll fucking be like every <laughs> yeah, fucking dude, comment, orgasm. dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to learn. Uh, this last week has just been, last couple of weeks has been crazy, but trying to learn another Severed Savior song. Question. That, that one's hard nice. as fuck. Jesus. Yeah. It's going to go good. The other one that goes, we've already talked oh, yeah. about that. Well, but, you um, speak Riffinese way better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all day. That was just, good. A quick, just a quick little again. fun <laughs> fact about that song. We've already said it a few times, but I'm going to say it since we brought it up right now. That riff came from their high school band, Where. That uh, actually, that's a Where song. Where did it come they, from? Um, Wait, what? Where did it come? Where, came, where, from, came from their secret buttholes, dude. Puns, um, dude. <laughs> okay. Was Mike Gilbert in that? Was Mike Gilbert in that project? Yeah, yeah. That was Mike oh, yeah. and Troy yeah. in Mike high and school. And uh, Paul from uh, who what later on became he went in to start Vulgar Pigeons, I think. Damn. And one other band that he was in. Um, but yeah, either way, that 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 shit came from their high school band. So I always thought that that was cool that they. Took a few pieces of their first project together yeah. and brought it the, to Severed Savior. The tone on that record is nuts. It's like one of Zach's best death metal records ever, maybe. It's the first it's, one with uh, Axe Effects ever. 
Yeah, that's oh, what really? we learned too. Yeah, Mike yeah. was Mike was he was like in the remember? Do you remember Harmony Central? Did you ever fuck around those forums back in the day? It was like a it was like maybe a maybe actually yeah actually early two thousands. It was like yeah, it was all the tone nerds would go hang out there, and there was a guy named M Gilbert there, which I had no idea it was Mike Gilbert. I didn't put thanks it Troy. Yeah, that, I was I was saying he sorry he came in. Troy said benumbed as well. So, oh, Troy's on here. Benumbed. Benumbed. Yeah. There Benumbed. Benumbed. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he was in there just dropping like clips. He's like, I got this new like thing that just came out. Check this these clips out. And it was later riffs from uh on Servial. They were all like Servile riffs. And I was like, Damn. I would literally save the riffs onto my computer back in the day. I'm like, these are so sick. And uh I remember Anthony's like, hey, I'm I'm gonna be in Severed now and blah blah blah. And also I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I hear the album and I'm like, that's the fucking Harmony Central riffs I heard, dude. dude. You, oh, I had a mic, I'm like, you're M. Gilbert. Oh my god. I did not put that together like, at all. It, it blew my mind, man. <laughs> I remember I heard it on Facebook, the couple previews they had, and I just it was like one of the first times I was like, I have no idea who this band is. I'm pre-ordering this shit. Like, dude, it was yeah, I was totally. in love with it. My first thing, my first thing was mp3.com and all I had was forced oh, to read. Yeah, I actually I remember that, dude. My friend told me that you could like get the uh, like like single songs you could download and shit. Yep, yep. Downloading Metallica trivium and shit. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I punished the fuck out of Mike when I was like sixteen or seventeen. Like seeking him out on Facebook and like, how did you come up with this shit? And he's just like, I just came up with it. There was no. I mean, he has some kind of uh, process where he like takes riffs and kind of morphs them into other sections or whatever, but no theory no modes or scales or nothing it's just all from his head and his influences i was like bruh <laughs> he's literally i think uh probably my if i had to pick one guitar player in death metal like he's probably i mean watching them practice and stuff i'd go to their practices and stuff and watch mike play and he would play every song perfect of every solo perfect and i would just be sitting there with like my fucking jaw on the ground <laughs> And Damn. he would just be like, it fucking sucked, dude. We were terrible. <laughs> like, it was the worst thing ever. And that, that's kind of like the, the, you know, the influence you can tell that a lot of the musicians that are really good have is uh, they constantly think they're, they could do better. Or they're like, you know, it's like, he was that guy. I was like, dude, you literally Damn. just blew my fucking mind. And I'm like sitting here going like, I'm quitting after tonight. <laughs> and and He's like, like, me he's too, like, oh, man. It sucked. I suck. <laughs> I dude, yeah. That's wild. Max, yeah, we were Nate, about that last Max, time. Nate, and Murray are having a Meshuga uh, argument right now. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, you tell you tell Venerucci that Meshuga sucks. He won't take that lightly. Yeah, so, exactly. I, so, he doesn't hey, like in, that in, opinion. Yeah. In the chat, put one if you like Meshuga and two if you don't. Bruh. It's probably gonna be all ones. I like Meshuga. <laughs> I'm in the chat. Let me do that. One. He's gonna spam uh, so, <laughs> yes. this one's All just right. been all. Yeah, Murray. You can Super. only vote once. You can only vote once. Come on, guys. <laughs> 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 what the hell, dude? Three, three, three. Let's 1.5. Oh, we got another one. We got another one. All right, we got some. On the fit. Works uh, of hard. Oh, 1.5 is on here, dude. We got 1.5. You can't deny how talented they are, dude. Like, the, the drummer is so, so sick. Well, dude, it's, it's like also like a so fucking. Sick. Yeah, it's like a palette for like so. Like when I first heard Meshuggah doing all those timings, I was like, "Oh my okay. god, so much shit could be done with this." But I mean, obviously they were doing kind of open stuff at the time, and like Dan, yeah. you know, doing like very open. But I was like, if you take those rhythms and like, like apply it to a riff or something, or like yeah. I don't know, it's like your brain's just gonna. To me, I was like, it was like the Black Sabbath of the weird timings. It's like here's the here's the fucking layout, here's the groundwork. Now take mm -hmm. this and now do something with it. 
Dude, I totally agree. And I've been kind of, I've been spending a lot of time learning uh, Meshuggah songs. Like one of our subathon goals was to learn all, I'm going to learn all of Zen and perform the songs. And I remember, like we always talk about like all oh, that bands from another planet, but I remember I'm learning pineal gland optics and it's like, like the, the, the riff is a, a polyrhythm, like the rhythm of the riff is a polyrhythm. And then within the riff, He's yeah. going like basically like three, two, one, two, three, two, one, three. And it's just ending up wherever it ends up. So it's two polyrhythms in one. And I'm like, yo, this is like music <laughs> yeah. from another planet. Like right. this is like crazy. Like yeah. Martians are like, yeah, check this shit out. You know, like, <laughs> like, like it's like we got four, four, but then we have another rhythm. And then the riff is another rhythm. I'm yeah, like, yo, yeah. this is Totally. Hey, check it out. We got two, we got two brains. Let me let me check. This, let me throw this <laughs> the, shit on you real quick. The Anunnaki <laughs> come back and they're like, dude, this is our elevator music. Yeah, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they, totally, yeah. they hum it all uh, sick. Like, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's nuts, man. Well, no, totally. So uh, I guess we should maybe try and steer this into how we usually do it. Yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> you know, and oh, no, yeah. this is totally cool. I love I love how we can just free free balling it the whole time but let's get some of your real stories scott like take us back to i mean you're obviously super super into your instruments so it makes me even more intrigued to get back to your beginnings but even before your beginnings with your instrument we like to find like when music clicked with you and became something different than just music it was something it, it became like important at that point like you started paying attention yeah, for sure. Well, uh, I mean, my dad, you know, fucking, he showed me metal for sure. And he was always into, like, we would go buy the CDs. He had uh, White Pony with Deftones. And then, uh, what am I talking about? Tool. And then, uh, what is that? You got Deftones on right now? I'm well, muted. muted. I decided to mute myself right there, but I've got oh. Ohm shirt on. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he, sh he showed me a lot of uh, corn. I remember listening to Follow the Leader with him. So I was already like metal and Metallica. And how old are you at that time? I must have been like nine or ten or something okay. like that. It was just I just always heard it. Like I've never not heard Deftones. You know what I mean? I think I grew up always like, you know, for working and he's working on a project in the garage. That music was always blasting and you were always listening to metal stuff. And then his uh, his brother they, you know, they, I liked metal and stuff. I was into the music or whatever. And his brother, my uncle, uh, he offered to give me guitar lessons when I was like 11 or 12 or whatever. So, you know, he lent me a guitar. It was like this fucked up Telecaster that like his friend, like, like took the, uh, it was all fucked up. They like removed the lacquer and they were going to repaint it, but they never did. So it's like this shitty, ugly <laughs> guitar or whatever. Fuck. I remember playing that. And then, uh, you know, he, uh, I went to Niles Canyon near Fremont but at this place called Allegro Music. That's where he would give me guitar lessons. And then uh, I think it was the first or second lesson. He brought this bag full of music, uh, full of burnt CD. He burns, he, I spent like quite a while burning me CDs or whatever. And he gave me the entire uh, Led Zeppelin discography, Jimi Hendrix discography, David Bowie and the Beatles. And it was just like a part of taking lessons is you got to know this music super well and just listen to it a lot. And I definitely like, you know, I took it seriously. And I think that's when music clicked for me was just like listening to like immersing myself in this music. And then also learning the music on the guitar. I was just kind of like, you know, this is it. I love music. I love learning about it and how like, you know, just those four or five bands 
they're so different from each other and there's so much depth to them and yeah, it really clicked for me. And then at the time I also was still keeping up the metal vibes or whatever. Like I had heard, I think a few years later, a year later, I had heard uh, Necrophagist. Hi Noob just uh, called out Allegro Music. Hell yeah. That's where I used to get guitar lessons there. But uh, yeah, I think that got me into music, being obsessed with learning music. And then actually it was OzFest 2005. I had already been into Trivium. Like that was my first introduction into kind of like screaming music or whatever. I was really into Trivium and a little bit of Necrophage, just randomly like the two different bands. But I just remember hearing Necrophage and being like, this is crazy. Like it was just like the most extreme thing I had or whatever. And uh, I wanted to go see Trivium because they were playing OzFest. And then basically I just thought it was my duty. If I'm going to go to OzFest, I have to listen to every single band that's going to be appearing on OzFest. So I figured out a way to like pirate or buy mostly pirate every single band so i listened to like between the buried and me and i can't remember the full lineup but it was like the haunted and it was just like a, it was just like a adrenaline shot of like was metal. That, yeah, yeah. i was just saying you got a deep download going was that black sabbath and iron maiden back to back yeah headlining? yeah i was yeah. at that show the the mountain Dang. d show at the shoreline yeah yeah I dude i was there so oh, yeah. sick and yeah i was I, yeah I, I was a huge fan of black sabbath and iron maiden in fact the it's funny. That reminded me the first time I ever really heard something metal. It was when my friend got one of those, uh, like where you order a catalog and they send you like a whole group of CDs or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure the album is it's Killers, where it's just Eddie on the front and it's like he's all just standing there with the the axe or something like that, and someone's got his hand. Well, his uh, his mom saw that and was like, "You can't have this shit," and so he. <laughs> He gave it to me and I didn't like show my parents, but I listened to it over and over. And that was like the first time I was like into like, I, I didn't even know what it was. I just like listened to it. And when you're that young, I think you're just like, yeah, music. And you just get used to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that original album has a different singer than uh, yeah, Bruce. The first, two, right? the first two Iron Maidens, Paul Diano is a singer. You're talking about Killers with the Axe. Yes. And then, yeah. and the first album is just kind of the zombie guy like on the front. They're all Eddie. Yeah. But- it's yeah. just like kind of the hair. He's just stand, but like the killers. Yeah, he's like doing the motion with the axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that, sure. so definitely was into all those bands. So I had to go to Ozfest, and then of course seeing all the other opening bands. There was a bunch of death metal, rock metal, and all that stuff. Like jumped uh, in, and then Mastodon literally played that one. Oh, they did. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I, but Black I, Dahlia Murder played, and a dozen Furies played. I remember Black Dahlia yeah. playing. Okay. That's so yeah. crazy hearing that Ozfest was like that for your generation when it was all new metal for us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shadows Fall, like Mudvayne, Shadows Fall, In Flames, yeah. right? In Flames, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. that. Um, yeah, yeah, Mudvayne. Um, it was a good show. I remember Bruce uh, Dickinson and Sharon Osbourne. That was when they were beefing. So like Bruce was talking some shit on stage during Iron Maiden's that set. Show? That's right. It was like right in the middle of that. Like she turned their power her. off in the middle of the show, dude. I don't know if that happened at our show, but oh, it was. I don't like, remember that. It was, that was the San Bernardino show, I think. Yeah, what, yeah, that's exactly. That's not the first My, time she's uh, had beef with somebody, right? She had beef with System of a Down. She, oh, she really? sounds like she's yeah. a tough, Jesus. tough woman to work well, with. Well, let's see. Let's not get into that. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the stream gets pulled. I know we don't want to even go there. <laughs> she has beef with Twitch. I'm just Let's just not. Jack yeah. Osborne is in the no. chat now. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Jack the chat. yeah, right now we love Ozzy. Come on, you know. But, but uh, yeah, just remembering as we're talking about it. Yeah, I remember that Ozfest was pretty huge. 
to get into metal music. And then my friend invited me to go hang out with his family in Fresno. And we went to a show where it was, um, it was job for a cowboy animosity, uh, from a second story window and cattle decap. And it was that, uh, uh, I can't remember, but so I, so I'd been into metal and iron maiden and trivium and all that shit. And then went to Ozfest. I was like, this is fucking sick. And then, uh, went to that show and then it was over it was done i was death metal yeah. for, forever yeah just watching animosity and job for a cowboy <laughs> and uh, and from a second story window they don't get much love anymore but they put on a, such a crazy show and it was just like this is where i belong and that and, band and, actually came yeah. out of the ashes of a band called end of all if i'm not mistaken which was also oh. dope yeah i didn't know which that. also ties in with El shall perish where they that's also right that was their original they had, but it's two separate bands. The from oh. from a st- second story window actually is a separate end of all. Either either way, both oh, a separate f- end of all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and but both of those end of alls are actually sick. So if you damn, I think I think the end of all all shall perish might have like a, a fetus on the cover. They were almost like more death metal leaning at the time. Well, I, mean, I know Ben was obsessed with dying fetus. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like Wage Slave was Wage Slaves was straight up just Ben like making a dying fetus riff for All Shall Perish. That's what he told mm-hmm. me at least. <laughs> <laughs> they were sick band. They were like more skinless style too back in the oh, day. Oh right, you're right. That, if you find that demo, it's like you get kind of skinless vibes and shit. And it was at the pound. I'm bringing up the pound again, but seeing yeah. at the pound in that that environment, it was fucking dope. And then all damn, of a sudden, yeah, yeah. That was like just before kind of me being able to get into all that antagony too, carlos yep 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 yeah totally. loved all that shit, dude i talked about animosity like, fuck man you know, we did the animosity it was a decrepit birth animosity i've talked about it kind of recently but it was decrepit birth animosity antagony and uh they went to anyways long story short because i've said it before they went to uh prices right and they were trying to get us to go with them and we were oh, like yeah. yeah yeah and i was like we were all like woke up in the morning. We we're like, let's get fucking. We were like big stoners back then. Let's go get burritos, dude. Fuck this. Yeah. And, like, and we went and got burritos. And then fucking <laughs> Carlos got fucking on the show. Was literally won a mini trailer on Prices Right with Drew Carey. And I was like, oh my fuck, god, dude. Like, <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's all over YouTube. But just like it's, they all have like animosity shirts on. They're all tie dye. And like Leo's got this like. Like this, like wolf, like shirt on that, like like open oh, the and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like has it's with like the, a flat. It had like a flap that was like a 3D one where he could like flap it. So he was like, it was like oh, a, the mouth was opening and he was still like, boom. Like they're all like, Carlos, like, come on down. He just shows oh Leo going, God. like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll bring that up to Carlos. I still talk oh, no, to him all the totally. time. No, I, I heard about like, I think like taxes and stuff. Like once you win something on there, it's almost like not, if it's not like that grandiose that you're winning it's like almost not worth because the you know it's pay the, it's like a burden the like taxes. here's right, all right. this shit but now you have to spend hella money in taxes <laughs> right. yeah they're like Keep here's this thirty thousand dollar car and you have <laughs> yeah. to pay eight or nine percent on that by the way so exactly <laughs> it's all, here's can a new tax take, bill can you, take, can you take cash value can you just take cash value and that'd be sick right cash value and then they take the taxes and then you just take your fucking lump sum oh no i mean i think so i mean or you could just take it and sell it and just pay it off and have like a few grand or something like that but yeah uh, anyways so yeah you went to those shows back in the day we uh casey's found out the banner how to work banners but uh (laughs) 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 um so yeah i went to see those shows i can figure it out so i mean actually knowing so those 
band influencers you're talking about like and, and noticing like how fucking insane of a guitar player you are like you have all the shredder influences you have like you know you're trying to play fucking the last night you're trying to play the jason becker song on the david lee roth album i fucking can't think of the song name oh, right now. it's showtime yeah it's showtime you know, like you have all the like shredder like stuff down and it, but it started with deftones and it started with like so yeah. where did it become from like like new metal metal to like learning because honestly whatever i don't think herman's listening you shredded herman in my opinion I'm, i know herman's amazing he's an amazing guitar player he's and a showman, I mean, man. Son I mean... and sonic firestorm has like literally changed my life and uh but what like was watching our, you was improvise our, uh... Wait, watching real quick, we've listened to that on tour a ton, right? That, oh, that, yeah, that totally. Album. But watching you improvise, Scott, I was like, holy shit. Like, you were so tasty. And I was watching Herman's face while you were doing it. And he was just going like, fuck. <laughs> he was like sitting there just like, like he was eating a sour candy every time you started fucking jamming. He's like, damn, that's tasty, <laughs> yeah, that's dog. Sick, dude. Yeah, no, I was like Bro, watching was you like a... The sweating, Cal man. <laughs> no, totally. I mean, I know, that's got to be fucking actually nerve-wracking. You're sitting in Dragon Force dude's fucking like live like studio and you have to just improvise over a bunch of stuff. And just watching the techniques that you're learning there, I was like, holy shit. Like, this guy's got, like, all the advanced, like, gnarly techniques. Like, there's nothing Deftones about this is what I'm getting at. Like, when did it become, <laughs> yeah. like, be, you know, like, when you started, like, pushing your craft and starting getting, like, you know, just basically excelling? For sure. Uh, well, I, yeah, I mean, talking about this, it's all kind of coming back or whatever. But, uh, you know, like, like I said, after that show in Fresno, that's all I want to do is be in a metal band or whatever. So basically got together what is the, the pre version of Fallujah. And then, but I was still taking guitar lessons. So I was kind of like writing metal music and it kind of started off as kind of deathcore with breakdowns or kind of mm -hmm. black metal. It was just easier to play and then slowly moved to the riffs. And I always loved Necrophagist, was obsessed with Necrophagist. Just the solos were just so crazy or whatever. And it was just something I couldn't. I don't know, figure out. It was just crazy. There's a, there, I think there's a video on YouTube of me playing uh, the Epitaph or trying to play the Epitaph solo when I was like 15. It's like right right in that time where I had just gone to those metal shows, was getting into these metal bands. And so I was writing music for Fallujah, trying to like, you know, in my head, I was like, we have to be as good as the big bands or else no one will take us seriously or whatever. So I was really just pushing myself to, to make the best music I could with the, the brain I had or whatever. So kind of everything that I was doing guitar wise was just to get better to write music for the band or whatever. So I was getting guitar lessons specifically to to seek out tones and information on how I can make my music better. And, you know, my I kind of grew out of my uncle giving me guitar lessons and he recommended me to a, a jazz teacher. And I kind of thought, OK, maybe like, you know, jazz is cool or whatever, but they there's like things like i don't want to i don't like jazz music. i don't want to make jazz music but I, mm -hmm. there's these really dark tones in there that like oh yeah if i knew how to do that i can mold that into metal music and make it all cool and stuff like that and so i would go to my jazz teacher and he would just kind of do what a jazz teacher does and he says you know get this real book and we're going to learn these chord tones and then you need to do dictation and transcribe all these like old standards or whatever and i, you know, I really put a lot of effort into that because i'm hoping like if i get through all this kind of beginner stuff i can start getting to all the weird dark tones and i did kind of get into that and kind of chord progressions but it never really connected to the way i wanted to do stuff with metal quite yet so i kept seeking out teachers and um i even got lessons from chris story uh for a few months oh. and maybe like 
yeah, four or five months. I would go to his place in Oakland, or I used to go to Soundwave Studios. Do you guys know Soundwave? Yeah, I'm sure. definitely. In Oakland, yeah, we would go hang out there. And I was like young, and he's just like, I don't know, it was a trip to me. Like, I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I would show him, like, I literally showed him the solo in Epitaph, the solo in Stillborn One. And I'd be like, okay, here, here's Muhammad playing. And then right here, it changes. Like, what is happening here? Why does it get so insane sounding? Like, nothing I've ever heard before. And I, I, I did the same exact thing to my jazz teacher. And they would both just go like, I don't know, that shit's crazy. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, that's crazy, man. Let's, let's practice this thing over here. And, and Chris was awesome. He should, like, Chris helped me with my right hand. Like, I used to play all backwards with my thumb because I have weird thumbs. I go like this. You know what I mean? So when I when I grab the guitar, I, I got, naturally I got the opposite thumbs. I can't Wait, even. So I can't go back at all. Still... Well, how do they sit naturally? Okay, they don't sit like that. Okay, now. naturally they kind of just sit like that. But when yeah. I squeeze you have a things. Thumb. Oh yeah, sure. exactly. okay. So when I would squeeze the pick, yeah, I would hyper hold it extend like, more than normal. Yeah. Yeah. So he fixed that back to normal. So he, he and then he also taught me all the, the my kind of like base level how to become proficient. Like he showed me, he was basically getting lessons from Rusty Cooley while I was getting lessons oh, from him. So I was just getting wow. watered down Rusty Cooley information or whatever, which nice, I was totally dude. cool with. The rusty, still didn't, rusty trickle yeah. down, dude. Dude, yeah, yeah. I mean that guy <laughs> insane, but. Uh, but it was still like I still was like fuck. I want to know how to do this necrophagist shit. And then uh, Christian Munzer, who wrote those solos that I really like, he was he just come came out with music with Obscura, and someone was like, dude, the guy from Necrophages in that band. Like people knew that I like my friends knew that I liked uh, Necrophages, so they were telling me, yo, he's in Obscura. I said fuck it, and I just messaged him on uh, fa uh, MySpace, like Christian, yo, dude, I've been trying to learn your music for so long, like. Like, do you teach guitar lessons? And I was just too stupid to read his bio. His bio literally says, I teach guitar lessons. Hit me up here. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, of course, man. And uh, so that was when I was around 17. It was like 16 or 17 that I started getting lessons with Christian. And that's really when everything kind of went to the next level. And it happened as I was making Fallujah's first album. And that album is completely influenced by what uh, Christian was showing me. And he essentially took his solos that I really liked and just broke it down. Like, okay, like, yes, there is a method that I'm using. And I'm like, Oh shit, there really is a, you know, I just like, just like earlier I was saying with Mike Gilbert, like I'm asking, I'm hitting up Mike Gilbert. Like, how did you, what were you thinking? Like, how did you choose those notes? And Mike is just like, I just did it. I'm just like, fuck dude. Like what? <laughs> just, you just have to be amazing, I guess. Like, <laughs> but, uh, but Christian was like, no, this is, this is what I do. I take, like when the rhythm guitar is playing this, maybe it's playing the, the lower part of the chord, like the one and the five. Like I extend it by playing an arpeggio that plays the five, seven, and the nine. Or maybe I'll play the seven, nine, and sharp 11. And I'll give this Lydian sound. And I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's using like jazz fusion stuff. So he explained all this. And we went, it was like a two year period. And we would stop when Obscura would go on tour. It was like right during Cosmogenesis and he was breaking down all his solos from that album, like uh, Universe Momentum and Anti-Cosmic Overload. And, but yeah, essentially uh, showed me how to do that and then showed me where he got those techniques from, which was uh, fusion guitar players like Greg Howe. Greg Howe was the biggest one. And he he's instantly was just like, you need to go listen to Greg Howe and listen to Introspection and Parallax. And just okay. like, I just listened and I got obsessed over those those albums. Why have I never heard that name before? Greg Howe. Greg Howe. Oh, dude. Is I he from he another might... band or is he just a solo dude? 
Well, he he's just solo dude, but he did kind of make a name for himself when he played for Michael Jackson back in the day. He did a okay. tour with them. You ever heard of him? You ever heard of him, Michael Jackson? I you ever heard of that guy? Name? Was that yes. Janet's brother? <laughs> Jan- yes, Janet's brother. Janet. Okay. Janet's brother. Yes. Got it, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. And and so he got me into the fusion world of guitar, and then that's that's kind of where I've kind of that's I think that kind of leaves me where I'm at kind of right now. It's this kind of like metal that really wanted to sound like necrophagist so asking christian he showed me fusion guitar and then you know to me that's like the pinnacle of of like music on guitar being able to like comp chords and improvise and like whip out chord tones whenever you want and like impose like chords on the upper structure of chords and give off these like interesting alien like sounds and that got me into alan holdsworth and sick yeah 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 I can yeah. hear it in your playing for sure. It's dope. That's yeah. literally, That's awesome. I say yeah. that I know about fusion and then I just cite McLaughlin, uh, He's awesome, fucking Holdsworth, oh, and Mahavish New Orchestra. Those are the three things <laughs> that I say. And I'm like, dude, yeah, I know about fusion. Dude. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, the Mahavishnu, that was a good one. I had that CD in my, my truck. One of them, I can't remember what it was. But Birds that, of Fire. That was pretty trippy. Intermounting play, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um, the Holdsworth shit tone. tripped me out because it's like, oh, all those clean breaks that you hear in cynic that's totally holds worth influence dude, dude you know straight up you heard the faceless that was kind of big too like you know, i was listening to the faceless and i was like what the fuck and then you know i'm like doing my research like what is michael listening to and like first thing he's referencing is is uh alan holdsworth and in the album secrets or whatever and it's just like all right here we go and then the same thing oh, with dude. frederick frederick thornall you know like it's oh, connected yeah, I gotta just yeah. throw it like, just kind of jumping around since we are anyways. This uh, Fallujah song that stood out to me like listening today, and I was like working at home and then like rocking it out, and then like the song <laughs> came on, I was like, oh shit! It made the hair stand up on my toes and my sandals, you know. And uh, dude, the <laughs> oh, song was it? Sanctuary, bro. Oh on, wow, uh, that's the new album. Light. Yeah, wow. that that song starts with the blast beat, right? Yeah, and like, like <laughs> dude, and I was like, all right, all right, yeah. I mean, because I love all of it, but I was just like. Okay, this one's, you know, perked up my ears a bit. Mm-hmm. And, that's uh, but it's a really good song. There's other ones, too, that are really sick, too, that, that were standing out to me. But that song is really cool. It's a really good one. Yeah, that was that's like the phase of the band where I just wanted to be more, like, animosity and less of the synth stuff and more just kind of angry, Deftones-y, Tool, kind of like mm-hmm. even Alice in Chains almost. Sure. Kind of just yeah, like, yeah. Just I wanted that really language. cool. Yeah, that grungy, yeah. just kind of nasty, dark tones. Maybe even a little, like a bit of death or whatever. And yeah, that song kind of is a good example of that record or whatever. But man, I, I, I can't wait to show you guys the new one. It's the new one is absolutely different. Oh, than that's that. right. It's, yeah, it's full on tech. Well, tech we were nerd. talking to uh, Andrew yeah, about that, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all pretty stoked on it. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I got a question for you because yeah, yeah. the way you reacted to that, because I I'm like a a later. Uh, fl- probably a year and a half ago, I started listening to Fusion. I was like, "What the fuck was I doing? Why was I not listening?" I was like all <laughs> mad at myself. I was like, "Cause I'm like just old man now, like not like trying to find new things." And, For sure, and this yeah. podcast kind of like, kind of made me dive back into oh, me like, too. finding Hardcore. new things and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've heard people, you know, you said like, "Oh, off the new one, really?" So yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. people. I've heard. I've heard people. I mean, and it's you know, I haven't done my deep dive in the new one as much as the old stuff and but i have listened to the new stuff too and i fucking mm-hmm. didn't think there was that much it wasn't like it was still like fucking the same fucking rad shit to me 
but um, I think someone told me that maybe there was like a kind of like a not as a, I mean, it wasn't like what you guys expected from the reaction, oh, yeah. maybe because it, it was, was different, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if what I expected for reaction, but it was definitely like a departure for me. Like I had, had the same lineup and the same elements that I had to work with in the band. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as far as who was in the band and what did everybody want? And then I was kind of like free from that. And it was kind of mm -hmm. just like, OK, I, I like because that's the, like this has been my only way to have musical output for my entire you know time being a, a guy in a band or whatever. So it was like, OK, like like I told you guys all the influences i had like it's still it's, it's a lot more than just like you know death metal riffs and and at the time i felt like if it was just like i started seeing people kind of doing the same thing that we were doing and i was like god it's kind of annoying and like i really just want to separate and just kind of just depart from it and like really it was just like to tickle my artistic fancy you know what i mean like fully yeah. and and yeah i mean i don't regret anything for sure people were just like like some people are like, I love this. Some people are like, no, or whatever. But it's just like, no regret. I had, I literally had to do that record. I don't think I could have made the record we just finished without doing that first. And it was, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it just shocked people because it was just like, I'm going this way with this. Yeah, you know, and that's, the, that's the point. That's yeah. the point. I'm going this way if you guys want to come with me. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm down. If not, sorry, this is where I have to go. That's yeah. how it should be as an artist, dude. And, and, Fuck yeah, dude. dude Orange yeah. to that, dude, for sure. Yes. But uh, I wanted to get back to the earlier stuff just on the timeline because I remember being in college, finding you guys on MySpace when you guys just had the demo uh, songs that were going to be Harvest Womb songs. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember hearing that and just being like, oh, this is just like the next step after Decrepit Birth, like the melodic <laughs> death metal, technical death dude. metal, progressive death metal, like you guys absorbed the influence, but you took like a different spin and you guys had the seven strings back when seven was like a little new still. Right. And, uh, I remember just being super fucking stoked on you guys. And I went to the harvest womb CD release show at the boardwalk at the boardwalk and DNA and lounge. Right. I think actually, okay. Maybe it wasn't the release show. Cause I remember it being somewhere in like Walnut Creek or East Bay something, oh, but I remember Red it House, being, maybe. I think it might've been red house, but, um, so I was like, super stoked on harvest wombs and I, I said this all to andrew of course when he was on here um so i wanted to like just hear a little more and i remember you just wrote up a little thing about it because you did like a 10-year uh like retrospective on the album so yeah dude that was just a huge album for me and i remember showing everybody i'm like this is the next big band dude check it out this guy's gonna be the next big band yeah. Yeah. well i mean it's funny you said decrepit birth i mean we were like I was obsessed with diminishing between worlds. Like did like every time we were heading to a show, that's the album we were listening to. Just like Matt Satello's fucking sick kind of like new death shoulder shit, but like the future of it. And yeah, I just love the way that sounded like fast music with like leads on top of that. And at the same time, like while I was making that music, I had Christian Munzer as my teachers and I'm, Jesus. you know, like I, I, I wanted to impress him. I wanted to show him that like, yeah, I'm taking what you're showing me and, and then also I had this other pressure of like, this is, you know, like I, you know, I've been into bands for a long time and you like, you know, you love your bands and you're thinking about, okay, Necrophages, like they had Onset and then they had Epitaph, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or like, like they had Onset as their first record. It's like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So I thought like, I can't fuck this up at all. Like this has, to, like, if this is going to be a thing that I want to do, like this first record has to be like insane and it, 
it can't sound like it's coming from like a 17 year old person or whatever. So I remember totally. just putting so much work into it, like crazy, like months and months and months. Like you couldn't really hang out with me unless you like sat next to me while I was doing it. Like that's how I hung out with people. Like you want to come over while I work on the computer? Like for yeah. many, many months, like fucked off school so bad, like just barely got that done. Like, yeah. I mean, diminishing was, I mean, that's when I was hanging out with Decrepit was like going from end time against the diminishing. And that was like, obviously a huge change in the sound going from like, you know, a condemned nothingness to fucking, you know, like, yeah. to like their more melodic shit. And so they were going through a little bit of that. Those like, fuck it. This is Matt's like, this is what I want to play. I want to play this yeah. music. This is what speaks to me and I'm going to do it. Well, and, uh, real quick, just to add to that, because not a lot of people know, but those end time begin songs were like 10 years old. Really? So by the time they were recorded, Matt's like, fuck dude, I'm already, past that i want to play different i've already been playing different shit this is the shit I that i want that. to record now yeah decrepit birth was like a 10 year old band before end time begins came wow. out wow tim young i mean it was like a high school it. it was like a high school i mean so we had tim young on the podcast they just basically um you know he was the gnarliest drummer at the time you know it was like there wasn't yeah. really there wasn't like a internet to find people really it was basically just like all right well he played on this album this album and he's in this magazine so we're gonna hit him up and see if he can do or wants to do it, and uh, basically just flew him out to fucking Santa Cruz, and and we're just and Tim Young's like, what the fuck? He talks about it on the on our, our episode with him. He's just like, Jesus Christ, guys! Like, what the fuck? Like, he's Dude. he's down to do it, but he's like, this shit's so like crazy. This is like, I don't. There's these old after I do this, he's he's doing like part by part because he was like, uh, this is insane. He's like, I don't think anyone's gonna be able to play this shit, and it was before yes. like drum machines were like in bands and stuff so it was like he's like cool i'll do it and then obviously casey i was with him on his first tryout for decrepit and he blew everyone's mind but uh no it was uh no basically it was like this unplayable like this drum like you know uh, standard that had been set just like oh, here's the bar like is anyone gonna Dude, be able to real. do this now you know and like it was it was basically just this grand i mean because if you listen to the old decrepit birth demos they're they're at fucking like 180 beats per minute. So like, like, uh, Oh, the old like ones. Yeah. Yeah. The so, prelude just all. Yeah. Before there was a drummer. It was more like decrepit. I mean, it's more deprecated. Uh, less original demo. I'm talking about decrepitated tormentation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. That was Kevin Talley on drums, right? That, that demo. Yeah, yeah that's the demo that was like the first oh, demo. kevin tally yeah. yeah if you yeah, bought if you bought a sod magazine at that time you would have got a unique leader compilation with that song on it dude. Bruh. that's right yeah that's sick yeah that's right and it had early spawn of possession it had everybody on that i actually have a copy of that somewhere Damn. didn't have a like a case that it came in so it's in a like one of those booklets i don't know the young kids don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about we had to put our cds in booklets if we want to travel with them <laughs> dude r.i.p eric man fucking oh, r.i.p eric dude. deeds of flesh yeah, absolutely totally. yeah dude you know? that was a tough hit for the fucking scene yeah. for everything mm-hmm. dude yeah but it's uh, like one of those legends that's gonna you know go for a long long fucking time dude dude of what's to come man holy shit bro that album yeah i hope that like the cali scene gets talked about you know decades from now still and eric still gets brought up as like the you know the head of it and you know like making making it all happen or you know it really setting the foundation for everything to come afterwards you know 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of up to us to just keep like saying like this is the guy that did it. Like, and I know that when you go to Europe, they talk about Cali death metal, like they say it like that, like it's Cali death metal. It's, like, mm -hmm. it's for mm -hmm. sure a thing, but yeah, maybe we just got to remind people, especially with Deeds of Flesh, man, that that band is underrated. I think totally, those, dude. Those dudes are fresh. Someone asked the question. Fresh. The deeds are fresh, dude. Justin deeds asked. are fresh. Deeds are fresh. Yeah. He asked the question, wasn't Matt deprecated for a while before the release of And Time Begins? Yes, that is true. He was in deprecated. He like lived in San Diego for a while. Uh, I don't know what the years were. Like early, Boy, yeah, late, I was, late 90s, I guess. Or I was, was going to push early? that in there. Like he, I remember Matt Something telling like me, or maybe even said it on the podcast, but like after being with deprecated, the riffs that became decrepit birth were already being writ written at that time after deprecated oh stopped. yeah for sure even like before that so when i said a 10-year ban it wasn't really a 10-year ban i'm saying like the ideas that became decrepit yeah. birth are a, were a decade old. i think he already even had the name like or even they they, they had songs that was like it was like 94 93 or i don't know i want to say like mid to early 90s they were started decrepit or maybe somewhere around there Bro, what a sick name, dude. What a sick name. Yeah. Dude, should, the, the sickest thing ever is just having Bill like tell you what it means. Like, you know, when he, like, I, know what, like, I tried to do something? it on the podcast when they first came on, and I was like, Bill, like, tell him. And he only, he, it's like, dude, I've heard him say it so many different ways and oh, times yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And it's so great. And it's the best is when you're like jamming and, you know, everyone's hanging out and doing their thing, you know, like relaxing, you know what I'm saying? And like, and, and Bill just starts going on about it. And then Matt's like, yeah, but like this means that. And then like, remember that lyric of this on the Bill's like, oh yeah. And they like together, they're like this mind that is decrepit birth. It's like insane. Like Bill and Matt are like. I always took it literally. You know? and, and the imagery that would pop in my mind was uh, yeah. the uh, total recall baby stomach <laughs> character. Because <laughs> it's like this like decrepit looking baby, you know? So right. just, like, oh, that guy. Oh, what's his name like, in, the, in, like, in Total Recall? What's the Oh, name, what it was it fucking is it, it Kane or something or like something what, like that? But Frank, or is that yeah. or is that fucking Ninja it. Turtles? Am I getting it no, no? Up? Oh, Kane, Kane was <laughs> the brain and Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in the stomach. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah. yeah, whatever the fucking thing was. But I always think that thought that, and then later on, it was like Benjamin Button, like being born <laughs> old, being born old, dude. <laughs> My God, yeah, I remember uh, in high school writing. Uh, to try to make the logos on my whatever fucking folder I had or for school, but I remember writing out decrepit birth and then waking the cadaver and then like a few other. And my teacher's like, Scott, yeah. can you stay after class today? And I was like, what the fuck's this all about? And I stayed after class and she's like, I saw what was on your uh, folder and like, do you need like counseling or like, do you need to talk to somebody? Like, this is some really dark stuff you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I was like, uh, no, this is music. Like, yeah. It's so funny, like the death metal scene, like, like, you know, like when you first see that stuff, especially because my brother, like in the, you know, I was born in 84, I was probably, I don't know, 1991, something when I started seeing like death metal for the first time. Okay. And my dad was just all Primus, Frank Zappa, stuff like that. He was all about like, sick. all kind of like, you know, more progressive old school 70s rush, stuff like that. And, um, and when I would see the death metal stuff on screen, my, my brother would put on the screen, shit, whatever the VHS or whatever, yeah. probably before that. But uh, it was it looked so aggressive and mean and just like ugh. I was like I was like Jesus, this is like not my genre. I got, my dad was like fuck this shit in my ear. He's like I'm like nine years old. He's like this shit fucking sucks, dude. And because uh, he's like he's always on the playing bass and shit and like in you know, old school, yeah. you know, like playing the classic rock shit and and that's what he's into. And for sure. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, the fucking shock of hearing someone going and well, Mike, it's probably like pretty like it's not. I mean, especially before it was even really done when early nineties. It's just a it's just a shock to the system to like Dude, to take yeah. that as music, but like then you go to shows. I grew up and went to shows, and I was like, remember my first death metal shows, like Cannibal Corpse, and like oh, wow. at Slims or something. And I was like, all right, dude, here we go. We're going into the fucking the the growl territory, dude. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, everyone was super fucking nice, and and it was like everyone's smiling, having fun, and like there was the people there that are like. They're dressed to impress, like they're like you know they got the death yeah. metal. They're like they're got death their metal. They're jackets fucking... with all the patches. Yeah, yeah, they're death metal. They're like fuck you, poser. They're, those guys are there too. But <laughs> yeah. uh, at the same time, it was. By a the very... way, if I was into that dude, I'd be all decked out in the sickest patches. I'd I probably would like be dumping a shitload of money on eBay to find like old school. <laughs> sick bands that like nobody knew about <laughs> dude i kind of want to make a battle vest at the age of 37 just start out at 37 should we do it now should we fucking cadm <laughs> these sick. motherfuckers i feel I'm like down i just want to say real quick though i feel like no <laughs> it's got to be different dude i don't know maybe <laughs> like Sorry, dude. before we go on i just want to say like i feel like it's interesting like how all these like different genres kind of collide like with death metal and like the kind of progressive e different stuff like you know like you know, Cynic or some, or all these different bands, or even like, you know, like death metal bands or even Fallujah or something where I'm not like, it's not like Cannibal Corpse gore lyrics or something like this. Yeah. There's all these like different like in-betweens and stuff like that. And like, I don't know, I think uh, uh, um, it's kind of funny how, like how you, you get those like extreme reactions from those certain things. Like I remember having a, I think I had a Tomb of the Mutilated shirt you know and like you know i had like a that's side a, that's a ruthless shirt a, to wear dude that's I, such a gnarly shirt. i think i had a serpents of the light shirt or something like it was like jesus all dissected on some shirt or something like that <laughs> Damn, and it's like sick. i'm like i'm like sick it's a great shirt i wear nowhere you know but like oh yeah back I, then yeah back but if then, you, you wear it you're just all you got to just stand by like here we go dude wearing the shirt dude. and like and or even two of the beautiful i remember one time oh dude i went on it okay i had the bloodthirst shirt and it was like that crazy creature with all the blood and like, you know, it's like this like weird, like combined species, like malformality thing, you know, the bloodthirst <laughs> cover. And it was like gory, like eating this, like these like body parts all over it. And I went on a date, like in a, to, <laughs> you, wait, you, wore yeah. you wore that shirt. <laughs> oh, for sure. I did dude on a date, uh, a good test <laughs> at about Balboa park in San Diego. I was like in high school still. And it was like, yeah, right. Yeah. And it was like, dude, like, I don't know, whatever. I was like 17 or something. And like, and, and the girls were cool. They're like into punk and stuff, but they were just like, I remember I was like in the like dinosaur, like, you know, like museum and this girl, like she like pulls the shirt down and she's just looking at it just starts shaking her head like what the <laughs> fuck is that and i'm all it's cannibal corpse like i don't know it's cool man and she was just like whatever did you get a date oh and then that that day we fucking saw dan eggers with his girlfriend that but this is before we started odious from and, yeah, odious and, and he was, was and he was wearing and the, a oh, it was a double shirt, it was dude. a double date with me and adam who did the artwork on synesthesia like my old friend with yeah. these two girls yeah and then we we like randomly saw dan and he was there this is before we started odious we kind of knew who he was and he's just there with a cowboy hat on dude like, <laughs> like 
He's Damn. playing the game, yeah. dude. He's kind of morbid angel. He's all like nice. He's all yeah, nice shirt, David dude. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, like David he's Vincent. Yeah, yeah. He's like, dude, she really likes Garth Brooks, dude. Ah, uh, dude. So, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I'm in to, I'm in it to win it, dude. Dude, I highly <laughs> recommend wearing Cannibal Corpse shirts to the first date. Like, definitely. <laughs> it's a good sign. Every time, like, maybe wear react? like a nice jacket, but like with that underneath, dude. Well, nowadays that. it's more passable. My brother used to wear like a what's the. Was it two, is Team of the Mutilated with the two corpses doing oral sex? Yes. One, yes. Getting or, yeah, one getting oral. And then oh, yeah. Just one, yeah. That, that, way, that yes. was like, my brother would wear that in like 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, when it first came out. And, my, and like walking to my mom's work with it. And my mom's like, what the fuck? There's two corpses <laughs> having, like one corpse is eating another corpse out. Like what the fuck is going on? I remember like, you. I have the, I have the infamous. Yeah. I know. Yeah, We're going like, to talk about offensive t-shirts. I had the infamous Cradle of Filth uh, uh, nun masturbating shirt and on oh, the back what? it said jesus christ is a cunt oh yeah oh, i know that one okay Dang. i actually wore that to an Ozfest. what's up oh dude? my god I dude then i was so sure they hated you Insane. there but yeah no yeah, that's <laughs> there's no way that i'd like wear that like around anybody yeah. who would be Oh, that's man. only a that's a metal show only shirt yeah <laughs> it's not going to get your your eggs and milk at the store shirt no, <laughs> yeah yeah dude. My favorite thing is, my favorite thing was all the like satanic shit because I'm obviously not satanic. Like, obviously, who is satanic? I mean, whatever. If you <laughs> right, are, right. that's like really funny if you are. But like, you know, because we're like, I, I'm not religious personally, but I respect people that are. Like, I don't have any sure. problem with someone's religious. Like, it's no problem with me at all. It's all I have a lot of friends that are religious. No big deal. But like, but yeah, I just thought Deicide was so funny. It's like it's like the Exorcist movie of death metal. You know, you're like, dude, this is the gnarliest. Dude, listen to fucking Legion, like holy shit dude they're like dude, you know it's like face. watching the scariest fucking most demonic movie you know you're like dude they just kill it so they're so good at that dude it's like like ah, dude glenn oh, nate, nate your parents tossed your shirts dude on i you saw know? that really fuck, oh nate? man that's it just fun. made you more metal you're like i'm buying more like, yeah this dude is but I've told the story before, but when I was in high school too, like I got like a mail order CD thing because like they had credit. They're like, get some CDs, and I like look in the back in the metal section. I'm like, I got like butchered at birth. Like uh, it was like I think I got Legion, and then I was like incinerate him was the new at the time the new Deicide and all this. Yeah. And I, my parents just like sat me down and they're like, "Are you okay?" Like, <laughs> oh, bro. Like, and they're like looking at the, the mail. They're like, just like Bible basher. Yeah, like all these or, songs like. Well, but did the word, I mean, Legion, just Satan spawned the cock of demon and like, you know, songs like that, hits yeah. like that, you know, my parents were like, uh, like they're just like, there's just something you need to tell us. Like we thought everything was cool yeah. with you. And I'm all like, no, no, no it's quite, I just think it's funny, dude. Yeah. Like, it's great. It's awesome. It's fucking sick. That's why. Yeah. It's sick. Yeah, yeah. It's sick as my fuck. parents never paid yeah. enough attention to what I was listening to. They kind of just yeah. like knew i'd go in yeah, my yeah. room they're probably happy that i i'm in my room listening <laughs> to music rather than out not know not knowing what the fuck i'm up to you know yeah real i mean rocking shit. out to metal in my room by myself like for you know the, a whole night they, they're just like oh dude i know where he's at you know? it's just imagine activity. Just imagine like boomer parents though, like, and we're kind of boomers to this yeah. whole Twitch thing. But I mean, I use that term as just funny, like a light joke. But right. imagine like our, because our parents, at least us guys, because we're like, I'm like 39 almost like, so our parents are all for sure boomers and stuff. And like, uh, dude, imagine them and their generation just like seeing those CDs though, like from back in the, like, they're just like, I can't imagine. They just can't, they don't get it. Oh, like, for them, like, 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 like a burning a guitar, like on stage. Was yeah, like, that was, that was it. Yeah, fucking Jimmy broke Hendrix. a guitar on stage, dude. This guy, yeah. he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is good, dude, right here. 
Cannibal Corpse was a rough sell. Cannibal Corpse, yes. <laughs> Dying Fetus, dude. That's the that one always gets a reaction. Oh, dude. Dude, I have a story about Dying that. Dying fetus. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. I, I think I definitely wore a hoodie over that shirt leaving yeah. the house all the time, dude. <laughs> I play that in my art class. They're, at- I'm sorry, just their logo, like their newer logo, it's like there's no way you could pass it off. With the yeah, old logo bold. where it's all it's death bold metal, as fuck. I love it. <laughs> yeah. The old death metal one, you could just like passing glance and miss what it says, but no way with the new one, dude. They're just like, we We definitely want you to read our logo. It's like we are dying and, and our, fetus. And our band is called Dying Fetus, dude. Bruh. Cry, uh, crying penis. Crying penis. Um, di- diabetes. What we, diabetes. We actually did this recently. We were bringing no, actually, a so from a, <laughs> with a With a touring with Cephalic. So Cephalic would always be like, you know, oh, trying dude, to find. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to find, like, make fun of bands every time they go on tour with them. So, like. It was dudes are fresh, dudes that fell. Dudes that fish. Dudes that fish. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Leonard? That sounds like oh, Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. Who Leonard. I can't find online. I want to nab him for a fucking. Dude, you're not going to get dude. fucking Leonard online. He's worse than you online. Dude. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I have the, the social things. I don't know how to work them all that well. You go to my Instagram right now, people, all you see is like coins and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this coins? a fake account? Is this <laughs> a fake account? You have three pictures dude. of pirate coins, dude. No <laughs> pictures Leonard. of yourself on it. <laughs> but dude, I, I laughed so hard, man. Oh, yeah. Leonard was dude. insane, dude. Scott, like, I'm sure you have a Leonard fucking story. Dude, well, I mean, well, I, I remember we toured with him in Europe. My first Europe tour was with Havoc, uh, Cephalic Carnage, and Suffocation. And, uh, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of a specific. So I guess I do have a couple of stories, but like, dude, he, when he would talk about when he would announce raped by an orb or whatever, he's like, he's like, this song is about rape. S- sorry if you got raped. And he's like, go to the song. <laughs> <laughs> or, dude, he would. Or, uh, dude, you uh, remember, he would go like, around the, the tour. What? <laughs> uh, no, no, sorry. I could keep going, keep going. I'll, I'll I was just saying going. he would go around the tour. And he would like bestow two bottles to people that was like Jameson and vodka or like Jameson, Jag and Split. And he, he would be like, Scott in the middle, Scott in the middle. And we all gather around and they just force you to drink or whatever. He just, he brought the insanity to the show, dude. He would just oh, like totally. make sure everybody got fucked up. And, and it was always and, different every time. Like whenever he like went on stage, it would, like his banter would change. Like yeah. touring with him, it would just be like this random story that he was just Get old stone in the background. He even introed the songs to the. Uh, they did a split with Anal Blast. It was Safalna Carnage and Anal Blast. Oh, wow. He introed. He introed the songs like he would intro a live song and be like, "The song's called Phantom Farter." It's all about <laughs> motherfuckers farting all the time and shit. And then it just start. <laughs> dude, dude, it's funny seeing his banter like only work for the American dudes in the crowd, like with the touring acts that were there because we're all Americans, and he's like trying to make Europeans laugh and it's just going over their head every <laughs> single time. Dude, yeah. so hard. He's like, he's like, who here likes fucking beer? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, who likes tacos? It would just be silence. He'd, be like, <laughs> He'd probably take it from like, who likes avocados? <laughs> Dude, yeah. He, he like thrived off of it. Yeah, no, so I love it. Funny. I love how he stuck with it too. That's what, Leonard's just like a fucking genius, man. I always thought that guy, like watching his interviews, there's an interview with him, like with with Bill from Decrepit Birth. It's like all freestyle talking about like a helicopter. He like he couldn't play the show because the helicopter wouldn't fit. 
on the landing pad of the venue and that like he, he's not gonna he's like he's all my drummers not gonna strike the he's not he's not gonna strike the kit he's not gonna strike the kit unless like our helicopter can like land on there and they're just like <laughs> and just freestyling and fucking I'm like sitting there crying dude it's like he's just, dude, yeah. he's literally a comedic that. genius I love the improv yeah. aspect of it dude and and I love that with comedy too dude like just like free freestyle fucking funny dude. Right. Uh, I didn't well, see that. Said. <laughs> I couldn't read it. It was too much and went away too fast. All right. When I saw Spock at the pound, he was like, "Anyone who's got any weed, please meet me after the show. I might. I I need to get high." Yeah, dude. That's that's totally that like. like him, dude. Oh All right. God. Stop with the drunk alert thing, dude. I fucking read that. <laughs> All right, with one stumble, dude. Come on. Uh, not that drunk bad, alert. Yeah. There's a drunk alert. That's sick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got dude. Anthony drunk alert. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So Follix, like, literally. I mean, actually, that's why I went to uh, Psychofest. Which actually, if you guys ever have a chance to play that, please play it because I had a great time at Psychofest. Me and Dan okay. Kenny went and fucking, fucking. It's like four different stages. It's basically at Mandalay Bay. It's like the House of Blues. It's the main huge uh, place where like Exodus will play and like Mastodon stuff like that. And there's an outdoor stage where Can will play where it's got, it's got like a beach with like fucking a wave pool kind of thing with sand and saw a cannibal yeah. dying fetus and stuff. And it was like literally like the coolest because it, it's a festival if you want it to be a festival it's not like you're stuck in a sixty thousand person mass of people it's like you can stay in your hotel room and then we can go like me and dan Kenny were doing like we were doing the uh our fantasy football drafts and then running into the fucking like we're all sports nerds but uh That's just going to okay this band's playing at this time run to this place boom watch the show go hang out with these guys boom it's like like it was one of the funnest it's funnest a word uh one of the Most funner fun. things i've ever done <laughs> But, I don't uh, think no, funner was... is a word either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was fun. Just had sick. Fun so I've never, yeah, I've never been. Most honest. fun would be most oh, yeah, fun. Would probably be the correct. It was a right very right. fungible token. Hmm. <laughs> Vanarucci <laughs> says Joel ditched me at Psycho. Oh, did I? If I if I, I knew how to work, that Cali, if I knew how to work this thing, you would have had a sick, little dude. thing at the bottom too, dude. I'll put it on there. <laughs> I love the highlights. That's sick. Joel ditched uh, me at Psycho. What the fuck, dude? Why are you no, Mac, my homie? No, no. You left Nate my was homie like, net hang. Nate, no, that's not my true. Homie Nate, Nate, Nate tell the truth. Nate, you know this is fake. Like, this no, is fake. I literally, he was there for like nine <laughs> minutes. That Cali love, dude. He was Cal there for nine minutes, told us he was love. not going to be there, and I had, I had disappeared for a little while, and then I came back, and then he was gone. So anyways, Nate, tell the truth, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> He's trying to roast you, dude. Put you on the just spot. Like my, just up, like dude? my fucking Strandberg maple neck I just got. Check this thing out. I got. Oh, what? Yeah, cool, show that off. I randomly just went on uh, went on Craigslist while I was driving to Sacramento, and I was like, this looks pretty dude, sick. It was like $800, and I'm like, it's usually oh, 60 That's a sick like, ass deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm those necks are freaky. Is that I like those weird, yeah. like, weird diagonal fucking cool. like yeah, fret really things? Shit. It's kind of like, do you put your thumb on that spot? Like, I try because no. it feels like it's the thumb spot, but I just kind of like couldn't get my hand. I couldn't get used to it. But it's a cool guitar. It's snappy sounding. It's pro. When I, when I posted like it, Mike was just all like, "Yeah, like I get it." Like, give me like a paragraph. He's like, "I don't, like, I don't like him because I'm so like, what, yeah, I know it's it, weird, it, but like, it's like it definitely for your thumb or something. Well, it's supposed to be. It's trying to be ergonomical or something like that. But the thing is, though, one thing I've noticed about it is that you're not like. Cause I was just playing freely on it and just watching my thumb and it would go around it. Sometimes it'd be on it. Sometimes it depends mm. like chordal stuff. My thumb would be on the bump, but how could you like say, 
how could you say this will work with all hands? Because all hands are different. Like putting a, a path well, yeah. for a finger to follow seems kind of weird to me. You don't have to be, follow it though. I would say like find the position where it. your thumb. You can go under it. You can go over it. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's doable. Everything's doable. Sound, but it Nate's sounds like got it's one. something you gotta avoid if you're not down. Oh, you saw it on. Oh yeah, I, I got you, man. Fucking. <laughs> no, it was yeah, on a was local good. Craigslist. I didn't think it was weird. So it's like you you fucking left me at a show and you and you bought the guitar <laughs> I was gonna buy, dude. <laughs> You suck, Joel. Oh, Jesus. I'm just the worst friend, I think. <laughs> so good. Damn. Oh, man. So talking about, so you guys are recording now. So as far as your, like, progression, I know we're going back into it. I'm just going to yeah, do it. Leads for, like, 92 minutes. But uh, as far as, like, uh, like your style now, because obviously it changed from, like, you know, like your brutal, you know, whatever, decrepit style stuff to, like, what you wanted it to be. And basically you've morphed. Over the over the years, and watching you play with Herman Lee and stuff, and the freestyle style that you have, it's getting like smoother, jazzier. Um, I don't know. Where are you going with this new album? Like, what's what can people expect in the style change? Uh, it's, I mean, it's like essentially kind of went back to what I wanted to do as like a seventeen year old with that first album, but now I've got this brain. You know what I mean? I got this knowledge and years of experience on it, and I just wanted to make something that's like super dense and like 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 a tapestry of notes and music and like i on this mu uh, album when people finally get to hear it i did a lot of uh counterpoint which is something i never really did on other albums that's kind of a new element that'll be kind of heard nice. in the album but but it just makes it way more intense and mm -hmm. and it kind of the people that i've showed they're like bro this is epitaph kind of like certain sections because it's like left speaker is doing certain accents and right speaker is doing accents and they're oh, harmonized. Yeah. So, so in your headphones, it's like, da -da 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 it's all like, over. Mm -hmm. it sounds kind of crazy. And it's just the most riffy, the most dense album I've ever put together. And then the solos, I just went as hard as possible. I tried, I kind of just made it like, yo, this is like going to go fully into it. And especially with the pandemic, no touring. And then kind of, a little bit of the reaction from the last album it was just kind of like all right you want to you want to see some shit bro i'm gonna show you some shit and i kind of had that fire in me while making it and then doing the twitch thing and just interacting with everybody like it's really inspiring you know seeing people stoked on the music like pushed it even further so it's kind of you know the the label like like monty from the label he says it's like a return to form but like it's not quite it's it people are going to say all oh, this is more like the flesh prevails or harvest wombs or in dreamless too some of it but to me it's way more dense there's way more riffs and there's it's way more musical i mean the other albums they're, they're very musical and all but for some reason this this album just came out so well everybody's performance was just crazy it just really felt like it just came together everybody hit their stride and i don't know i'm just there's a lot of things that, that are on the album that i don't want to announce yet that are really cool and surprising i could tell you off the stream that you'd be stoked but yeah it's just super proud of it it's super dense it's super death metal and tech death metal but it still has like these crazy ethereal parts and the oh, solos yeah. are for sure the best solos i've ever done and the hardest solos i've ever made ever for sure they're kind of scary i'm like damn i <laughs> yeah <laughs> set myself awesome, up man. for some stress but but yeah just just waiting now i mean the, the record's on the they have it we're just kind of oh damn it's all done get that Oh yeah, it's done. So it's man, what a like I was staying up till like six AM every single night just trying to finish it for like 
like a year straight, man. It was crazy. I've never worked this hard on an album ever, ever, for sure. Like 100%. It's gnarly. That's awesome, yeah. dude. That's so, so awesome. We'll see how it goes. That but makes it, me it excited good. to hear it, dude. All of that poured into something you you at least want to give it the respect. And I want to listen to that thing from front to back now. Just yeah, yeah. Understand what you said, dude. Party, man, stop it. No bay. pauses. I'm, I'm going to set a time where I can just watch it or watch it. I could listen to it. <laughs> Where's the drunk alert thing? Dude, yeah. <laughs> I almost said it. I almost got through it, guys. I almost did it, dude. It's like, I can't wait to taste it, dude. I can't wait to taste it. Maybe I should the... go pee and get another beer. <laughs> oh, wait. Dude, I see I you rocking should... the Topo Chico. Let's go. Yeah. I'm not supposed to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're sponsored that. by Topo Chico now, right? Aren't you? Yeah. yeah just, they dude. just hit, they hit me up. Kills your, it's better, way better than your White Claw bullshit. Dude. I yeah, like but I'm drinking seltzers. 8% White Claw, though. 8%. Oh, dude. You got Which the is White even Claw. worse, dude. I thought that was a Red Bull. I was like, you get like, lit right you're now. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like Joel's just drinking Red Bulls like nonstop. Dude, I'd, the guy is I'd fucking... prefer to not want to throw up with every sip of that thing. Nothing's God. disgusting, dude. Well, they don't taste good, but they're, uh, you know, in the morning when you have to use the restroom, it's a little nicer. I'm just going to say it like that. I, I those, agree with yeah, that, yeah. dude. Eat, drinking IPAs all night for sure. Yeah, Battleforge yeah. Coffee yeah, helps. Yeah, brutal, man. <laughs> Battleforge Coffee. Copy, dude. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> Battle Forge you should coffee. flash on the screen at certain helps me on Friday mornings, no doubt, dude. Oh man, me and Anthony have done these podcasts before, and then we'll, we'll like call each other and talk to like three in the morning. He's got to wake up at like six. I got to wake up at seven. We're and then like, I called you on the, insane, in the bro. morning on the way to work, and we talked more, dude. We're like we're insane right now, but it's uh, it's fine, right? This is fun. This is a fun headspace, right? This is this is good. <laughs> It's because yeah. we secret. It's because we secretly do cocaine and no, we and, don't. And Joel and I just don't <laughs> sleep. We don't sleep after these things, and uh, we just talking. Yeah, we go to work on Friday, work. just like hey, how you doing? yeah. But uh, <laughs> dude, well, Scott, man, man, it's it's fucking rad to see. Like, literally, like you coming on the podcast today was like after joining the Twitch whole clan thing and seeing what's going on in there with with Max. I jumped in with Max, like like first you, then Max and Justin. And uh, Max was all, dude, this is like a new thing. Like, this is cool that you guys are jumping in right now. I feel like it's like a brand new thing. Yeah. And uh, watching, like, the way you do it, like, I like if it's on, like, if I'm at work, I'll just put it, I have this humongous, like, like super widescreen. I'll oh, put my sick, work stuff dude. on one side. I'll put you on the other side or whoever's, like, going on Twitch. And it's, like, fucking rad. I'll just be like, dude. I'll hear, like, a, a reference or something like that. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And I'll just type it in. You're, like, interactive with everyone. And I'm just like, fuck, yeah. this is, like super fun man that's a really cool like shit man yeah you're breaking i appreciate you oh dude thanks i mean i appreciate you watching dude i just i'm just looking for something where i can interact with people but also work on you know music that's like that was always kind of the thing like when i was trying to find income you know it was just like yeah my parents were trying to you know i respect them trying to get me to college and all that stuff for another job but it was just like it was just killing me to do anything that wasn't musical or whatever. So it's like, yeah. finally, I found this thing I could work on what I want to work on and I don't have to do it isolated or whatever. Like, cause that's hard too. And I don't think, I don't think you make your best music when you're just alone in a, in a room. Sometimes you can, I get like Muhammad or I don't know. People make great music, but for me, I need to interact with people and hear the feedback and all that stuff. And yeah. Yeah. And at this point, I just, now I just want to grow it into a, like a place that is for uh, like appreciation of metal and like just like what we're doing right now. Like I'm hoping people watch this and 
if they haven't heard Odious Mortem or Decrepit Earth or don't know who Eric Lindmark is or, or Deans of Flesh or Craig Peters and all that stuff, and just like let's just bring awareness to all this because it's like yeah. it's like the new jazz. And then the other thing I thought was really cool about Twitch, and it kind of uh, got me into the whole like not just playing, but like playing stuff where it's it's kind of technically proficient. Is like I was watching this kid play this game called Osu which is basically dance dance revolution for your fingers or whatever. And he's got, he's got like, he's on Twitch and he's made a, a really big name for himself. Uh, <clears throat> kind of forgot his name. Honestly. <laughs> but <I was> watching. <laughs> Sick promo. Sorry, bro. Fuck this shout out. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but he was playing Osu and he had like 2000 people watching him. And what's, it's cool to watch him because you know, he's playing like crazy, like, anime techno and his fingers are just like fucking flying and it's it's a game where you have to move your left hand while you're doing your right hand and it's just this crazy shit and people are going off and going crazy and he's like all right fuck let's uh let's play let's let's try an expert song and then he puts on an, i'm watching him it's been like anime techno this whole time and he's like oh this is a good one and he puts on cattle decap and he's like i'm like whoa like there's two thousand people watching death metal right now and they're all loving it and i'm like okay i think i understand like how we could sell death metal to people better. Like, like, like you said, when you hear it, you hear the fucking, the brutal growls and shit. And like, your parents are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And, but you go see it at a show and you're like, this is what it's all about. dude. like seeing that, how technically proficient it is, how many hits the drums have to hit. And if you get to see it with like good sound quality, like you really get to understand it. And I think because Twitch is so visual, you know what I mean? Like they could zoom in and do the headstock view and see how much is going into these riffs. Like people, understand it more and if they don't like the vocals there's like a lot to like watch you know what i mean so i think it's yeah it's it's a really good way to get it to a, a bigger audience you know what i mean because maybe That's somebody huge. that i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to start off like slowly and do steps to get there you know what i mean like if you yes. show people like okay like this is me playing guitar to the one of those songs with you know like we'll start you off slowly look at this this is fucking cool looking right all right we'll right. get you there and then you can progress <laughs> from there it's like it's like almost like a a, a cheat step like you know because we yeah. had to go through like all the like we had to go through jonathan davis and we had to go through yeah. like you know what i mean chino and stuff like that then getting to like you know like corpse grinder like it was basically like a stepping stone for us and uh to see them they everyone always says they say the same fucking line i like the music but the vocals blah 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 yeah. so like if you yeah. can cheat them just get them a cheat code get them a game genie and just step step them up yeah, to dude. the fucking cheat code Shark and then bite. Totally shark bite. <laughs> or, or was it no game shark? That's what I think. Game shark. Studio shark. Yeah, exactly shark bite studios. <laughs> Fuck me up. Game shark. <laughs> no, dude. Exactly. Do same. Yeah, you would always fuck the game up too. It'd be like yeah, not totally. meant for it. <laughs> like ruin your game. <laughs> Try to get some weird shit in it. But yeah, no, that's 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 kind of what I saw with other streamers. Like while they're doing extreme stuff and people are loving it, so it's like it's it's got to be visually based because maybe maybe that listener that if the song somehow came on on their Spotify playlist or whatever, they'd be like, uh, I don't know what this is all about. But maybe if they see it, it's a much different thing. And yeah, I think death metal music has always been about the shows, and so like I think Twitch is perfect for that reason. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, like the fucking sound quality too. Like I said, like I've always been looking for a platform where someone can jam to something and it doesn't sound like shit. Like it sounds actually good. Like it sounds like you're 
you're you have the backing track and your sound quality playing through your Kemper or whatever you're playing through sounds yeah pretty much just like that same sound quality and you can jam to it you know yeah so. dude it's the Roadcaster that I mean I started off with uh, the Behringer X32 essentially the pandemic canceled all tours so I just kind of like took the band in your rig and I was like I'll just use this to uh, to do Twitch and then road is awesome they hooked me up with that uh roadcaster pro and that's what everything goes into before uh you know before uh, obs or whatever so it's all mixed in there perfectly yeah i would definitely suggest you guys if you guys check that out it's an awesome tool for uh obs i think probably I'm sorry, is. i'm thing. cracking up because nate and, and murray it? are back on sugar again right now <laughs> I'm just gonna click one of them. Because anytime, all right. Full disclosure. disclosure. When you guys go into like gear talk, oh, yeah, Krispy Kreme, my man. eyes just fall to the chat. Oh, I hate this view. This view sucks. And and I'm I'm just watching like all of a sudden Nate's just like and by the way another reason. Yeah, and another reason why Mashuga is one of the greatest so, bands. So Murray, what what's the number one thing you hate about Mashuga? What's the reason why? You take a stance to talk yeah, about it's an it. Insight. I want some I insight. Guess, I, I could guess it's just boring, right? I mean, yeah, I understand that part. Like, I understand like listening to it like on an album, but like seeing them live. Oh yeah, dude. I think uh, so. The winner Next goes to sick. the winner goes to Scott. Boring. <laughs> it's just boring. <laughs> well, I think I saw you, uh, Murray. I thought I think I saw you like you posted on Facebook or something. He's like that shit's boring or something like that. Well, it's yeah, all yeah. about focus and like stamina almost. Like yeah. that's like a. Like um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking love this, dude. That's no, so I was funny. the same. I actually, I mean, I bought a Mashuga album back like in two thousand two. I was like a kid and bought it, oh, and it sick. sounded kind of like Metallica. I forget, fucking yeah. and Pantera what, a little bit. Exactly, and I was like, my dad like walked in the room. He's all sick, dude. You're becoming like your brother. Fuck yeah, it's gonna be fucking oh. rad. They came up with the growling. <laughs> he was like, he, was like, he like came in and like made some shitty comments like cool dude that was, like, that that was when he found out like all of that he was like oh i'm losing because he had you in the beginning he was like he, he yeah, was in your ear before and you were you were on that side but then you but i'll still go you know he loves guthrie govan he loves the aristocrats oh, really? he loves like all the cool like shit he likes all the like you know he wants to go to the he wants to fly to the baked potato and watch like danny oh, carey wow. play like a jazz set or something like that like, my dad's like into shit but like the fucking the, the vocals just lost him. You know, yeah. Just like, yeah, my dad's the same way, man. Same yeah. exact way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's hard to hard to teach a boomer new tricks. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh fuck yeah. So who should we raid, Scott? You're the guy. Who should we, oh who should, shit. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's give it back. Let's give it back. All right, let me check out my, my list real quick. We're now new we're Twitch people now, guys. Anthony, you're a Twitch guy. I'm you're a twitching. Twitch guy. I'm Twitching. <laughs> Joseph's like camera got all weird, and then he just bailed. His uh, his internet let's, died. Let's oh, do okay. some let's do some metal so that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keep the vibes going. Let's see. Murray says Herman Lee. Herman, Herman Lee. Lee. We rated I mean, him on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah. But I mean, if you want, he's probably like, oh, hello, <laughs> like you know, like. <laughs> yeah. says uh, let's see. Yeah, I think there's a cool uh there's these guys called Shred Talk. They're pretty cool. They talk about uh nice. they just like two dudes that hang out. It's almost like a podcast in a way. Oh no, I'm following them. I follow them. I already follow them. Another good one if we want to if we want this to be taken away by music, another great one is David Frank Drums. He's sick as fuck. Um 
let's see. I'll I'll decide if you want. Chat, what do you th- chat? What do you think? Shred Talk or David Frank? What do you what do you think? Herman Lee. Tre- it's up to them. There's also a dude named Gore Massacre right now, and he's taking bass requests. It's pretty death metal. It's Gore Massacre. Wow. Yeah, Gore Massacre. It's a whole new world. What's up with that, gr- <laughs> that Grim guy, dude? Oh, Lord Grim is sick. How many people are, are alive? Yeah, dude, uh, that'd be a good one. Forty. I haven't rated Grim in a while. He puts on a sick show. That might be a good one. He puts on, like, okay, so before we do anything like that, like, how does he do it with, like, his, like, AI cameras or something? Like, they change automatically. Have you noticed that? There is a, yeah, there is a program. I've heard of that. I've been looking, you know, trying to get the stream all sick. There is a program that you can put in OBS that will just, on a timer, switch the, uh, okay, uh, the shit now. But there's also now, Elgato came out with a foot pedal. It's so loud, oh. but damn, that's gonna be sick! Like a foot pedal that you could change OBS with. That's like that would be Jesus. sick. So you could just keep shredding; nothing stops. Thanks well, for all the love, Nate, dude. I'm, I'm just watching Nate. He's he's giving some love to everybody, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Scott's the man. Us, dude. Thank you guys, man. Seriously, I'm stoked. I hope this grows, dude. gets big for everybody to see. Dude, you Show too, man. Metal. You're. You're doing very cool stuff, man. Like I just, like I said, I jumped into it and I was just like, all of a sudden, I'm like, I need to go on Twitch. And I'm like watching it like it's my new thing I need to watch. Like it's like a, Dude, a TV yeah. show I need to watch. All of a sudden, like it's it's, it's really cool, man. Yeah, it's really addictive, and and the community's cool, and they support each other, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, like, I love it. I love that the community aspect of it, dude. That's yeah. what it's all about. Like when I found out about like everybody has their little communities, and you can. It introduce your community to other communities. I'm like, oh, dude, That's this so is cool. fucking dude, it's sick, right. dude. Yeah, and you're teaching everybody. Like, I'm hearing about new bands and stuff. I'm, I'm. It's kind of inspiring me to go back to the bands I used to listen to, where while I was touring and getting all jaded off of metal, like I was not listening to all this music. I was like, all right, well, I just was playing death metal for an entire tour. I'm gonna go listen to some fusion or electronic, and totally. This has got me to fall right back in love with all that stuff. And I'm like, yes, like it's it's so sick. Same thing with like uh, yeah, Cali Death. Like we're getting all these like you know metal band like Broken Hope and all these old school bands that like yeah. kind of listened to back in the day and like Death and stuff like that and like yeah. coming on the podcast. I'm like, oh shit, this is like we need to start like like Rivers, Rivers of Nile. All these cool bands coming. Yeah. We got some really really exciting stuff coming up in the next four, <laughs> yeah we got five really weeks. Cool like yeah yeah Dude, super yes. super exciting stuff, guys. Legendary shit. But well, uh, yeah, let me know, man. I'll I'll drop a raid, whatever, man. I'm all about fuck. support. We, so we gotta like awesome. we gotta figure out to like rage you, man. We gotta like why don't you do a late thing so we can just send our <laughs> five people to you, dude. <laughs> dude, I have to eat dinner. That's the only thing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I we really appreciate that last week's raid. That was that was awesome. It was a fucking awesome surprise. Oh, yeah, no we were problem. Just hanging out. All of a sudden, it was yeah. like 150 people. We we're like, what the fuck is going on? No, yeah. like, that was the great, awesome yeah. first experience with the situation and uh made me want more want to come back and keep doing it you know yeah dude. this is like a great place to just to do our live shit and and we were just talking about that with like playing music and shit if that's the thing like i know casey i don't know you don't want to hear this but i'm just saying we can edit the music out and drop it on youtube if we yeah. ever played music you know but it's yeah. just like yeah. No, no, we were just celebrating that Casey's like done with editing, and now I'm like, oh, dude, dude here's, <laughs> oh, the, here's the situation dude. where we possibly would have to edit again. But you, you, you know, just hit record on OBS too; nothing will get muted. That's yeah. the one that you were saying. OBS, that just okay. Music. No, OBS yeah. was like the other one. It was like, like get this one. Was this a free program? Yeah, yeah. It's a free program that does it. Okay. 
Yeah, it's like a rumor. Uh, this is Joey, where we, this is where you're we start. You're a rumor too, dude. We're no, all, no, I'm working at. I work in IT. If you guys dog. ever need, if you guys ever need anything, hit me up, man. Like, working oh, out, man. I'm always hitting up other people asking for shit, so I glad. No, I could see people. like how your channel's like expanded, and you could just change your face by clicking a button. <laughs> yeah, like I dude. change your face. I changed your face like four times, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's sick, dude. That's super fun. It's interactive. It's, it's fucking like totally. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah. So who <laughs> do we pick on? Who do? We, how do we even? Let's rate? do Grim, man. I think he, I know okay. he's got a lot of viewers, but uh, I think he puts on a sick show. It'll, it'll hype it up. So you do like what's the what's the thing you type? So in? Lord, uh, yeah, so you, you, you do your raid in. thing. Type in uh, where's what's his name? Uh, just Grim, G R Y M. I just type. Do I have to do backslash raid, right? I think so. Oh uh, yeah, I guess you could do that. And then G R Y M. But you gotta. Think. But anyways, before I do it. Anthony, yeah, we gotta do, do the, the whole the do the whole goodbye outro stuff. situation. Oh, yeah. uh, excuse me. <laughs> yes. um, Battleforgecoffee.com. Go get your coffee. It's gonna fucking get you ready for your Friday after all this shit. If you were here with us tonight, um, also Anthony Drunk Alert. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Scott, for hanging out with us tonight, dude. No, dude, for real. Time. This is great, dude. I I love. You know, the chaos of, of of this episode was still great because it just showed that we still can handle this shit. It, it, oh, yeah. We hit a couple of speed bumps and we fucking were here. We had a great conversation. Love it all. Uh, chat was going off. I love that. Uh, thank you all to the new listeners to this that came with Scott, if you haven't heard this before. But thank you. Come back again next week. We'll be here next week. Thank you to all the people that have been with us every week. We will be here next week for you as well. And uh, the the professor, we love you, bro. I don't know where you went. You disappeared in my life, and I think I'll see you next week. And uh, rock on. We'll raid whoever you're going to do, Joel. And, uh, yeah, that's it, dude. Right? I love you guys. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, for sure, guys, for coming on. I'll do it this again anytime. Fun. Let me know. Very, very fun. Smoke beer. Smoke, Smoke beer. beer.